What what what's new? Hey, hey, El Jefe, how are you doing? What's new, J Dog? Wow. What's welcome, new? <laughs> welcome into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Uh, I am El Jefe. That is J Dubs. This is your hideout, so don't just sit there. Come on in. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one or star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. You can also type at Real Radio Hideout. That is the AOL Instant Messenger, and that is handled by our producer, Tommy Bateman. Chunks is the star of RealRadio.fm, the website, and he mans the talk and roll controls. Poorly. And uh, that's uh, Hooch and Putin uh, pretending to learn for college credits <laughs> while they surf the Internet and uh, text message their friends on their phones. So if you call and it just rings for a little while, give Hooch a second. She's got to finish what she's typing, and then she'll get right to you. Uh, again, it's 407-916-1041 at 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, hideout 7, seven questions we want to get answered before 11 o'clock, J-Dubs. Uh, yes. Still a few of them. Uh, how cringe is the next entry from the Chunks Fat Man Diaries. Ooh, we have Fat Man Diaries to get to tonight? Apparently, just a quick teaser. What is tonight's entry uh, from your diary that you grew up writing in? What's tonight, Chunks? The first time I asked a girl out on a date. <laughs> okay, this should be a blast. I can't wait for that one. Um, do you believe in ghosts? Very interesting story about the number of people now who are believing and not believing in ghosts. And uh, since we're doing the Hideout 7, asking questions that we want answered during the show, Hefe, why were you late today? Uh, well, I didn't think I was particularly late late. I didn't, you didn't I, get here until 6.45. Okay, that's pushing it. I get here about 6.15. Now, normally we get here sure. at uh, 4.30, maybe even 4 o'clock. Way to fudge the numbers there, Bush. But... But it was it was uh, it was storming outside, and I uh, I couldn't get in the shower. What do you mean you couldn't get in the shower? Well, there was like lightning and thunder. Are you, do you take showers out by the pool? Do you use that shower? Is that why you couldn't do it? No, you're not supposed to take a shower uh, when there's lightning. Who told you that? It's true. You're not supposed to take a shower when there's lightning. Has anybody else ever heard that before? You, you're not supposed to because if like lightning strikes your apartment or your house, you could die. I've heard it. I've Water heard that is, said before, but I've never actually heard of anyone actually having it happen. It sounds like a wives' tale to me. Water is a conductor of electricity, isn't yes, it? Yes, but you, how is it going to hit the water inside? Hey, Are you not supposed to, uh, you know, cook during a storm too? Because there's boiling water there, and if you're transferring the water at the same time, it could shock you. I don't think you're supposed to do anything during lightning. I don't think you're. <laughs> well, you're supposed to just sit there in the middle of the floor and cry. Honestly, you know what I do when there's lightning? I turn everything off. Computer. Do you really? Television, radio. Why? Don't you have like uh, one of those surge protectors? No. I curl up in a little ball with my uh, baby football blanket and just make sure. Because I also heard, can't you, if you're sitting there watching television and lightning strikes, the lightning can come through the television and get you? No, it won't come through the television and get you. You can blow up your TV that way, but that's why you have surge protectors uh, on your, you know, those power strips? They have a little fuse in there to stop it from blowing up your TV. Like, even when you're listening to a jam box and you got your headphones on, you're supposed to... Uh, when, when there's not poltergeist. What, there's, nothing's coming through your TV. When there's lightning around here... The way, the the way you're sending right now, it sounds like chunks when he's describing going shopping for food. Yeah. I'm telling you, I grew up with this. I grew you up... You grew up with this idiotic way of thinking? This is what you're supposed to do in times of lightning. No, it's not. And times oh. of lightning, you just sit inside. If you have a surge protector on your TV, 
then you, you know, watch TV or whatever and wait for the power to go out. If you need to take a shower, take a shower. You aren't going to get killed by it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. What a worrying life you lead. Okay. Um, forgive me for wanting to not get shocked while taking a shower. You aren't going to. And you, plus, what are you doing, holding the toaster over your head while you're doing it? Well, today was the day I was going to be in the shower for a while because I had to shave my head. and So? Yeah, you be in there for a while. You, there's nothing going to shock you unless you plug something in while you're in there. Bob, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Bob? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, you can get a, a jolt while you're in the shower because your cold air vent return pipe that sticks up out of the roof mm-hmm. sticks above the roof and is usually copper, like a lightning rod copper. You, mm-hmm. it, if you've got your cans in the kitchen sink, it can you're send you across the kitchen. And it can shock you while you're in the shower. See? You're insane. That's that's nuts. How is he insane? How does that even work out to where it travels to where you're taking a shower? Look, maybe you like to take chances with your life. Me? I, I don't think it's a chance. I don't think you're taking any chances there. I think you're fine. All right, Tumblr says, I'll be okay. The electricity isn't running into the water tower. It's through the pipes to zap him. All right, so it's going to get me through the pipes? No. It's not going to get you anywhere. Dude, I thought I remember hearing stories of people being at their computers and then lightning strikes and, like, it literally goes, yeah, it goes through the computer screen and, like, gets them in the forehead. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You think I'm playing? I've heard I this think, stuff. I think you are completely making that up because I've never heard anything like that. That is completely something, you know, repossessed or something. That's not even... Close to being anything that could be true. Look, just because you're not as knowledgeable about lightning and storms as me. Yeah, you're and a I, regular meteorologist. And I know uh, Chunks heard this, too. That's why he never showers. All right, Topper. That was a joke for the people listening on <laughs> RealRadio.fm. I you know for, if it's for them or not. Best weatherman ever. <laughs> Danny, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I would never uh, take a shower during a lightning storm. I, I mean, I grew up in Tampa, and that's the lightning capital of the world. And, gosh, I've heard so many stories about just, uh, they might be wives' tales. but Yeah, I, mean, I think so, because you've never met anybody that that's happened to. Hey, look, I, hey, look I will say this, too, and Danny, I remember when we would chat with Ron and Fez, and they would tell us stories about Florida, and then, and just people getting they hit never, lightning all the time. There's never a shower story. Look, I'll say this, too. Lightning just happens to be one of those things that I fear insanely. I mean, just... And don't go outside. Well, Stay I'm, inside, take a shower. I would go outside while it's... Uh... Are you not supposed to go to the bathroom either? Because if you're going number one and the water is traveling, you know... I can't believe I didn't think of that. I want to thank you for saving my junk. You're insane if you don't go to the bathroom because there's lightning outside. I mean, you don't go to the bathroom in your toilet. You could go into a jug and you'll be fine. If you, if I find out that you're going into a jug in your own home and keeping it in the pantry or something, I'm going to bitch slap you. I swear to God. That's the creepiest thing I've ever heard. No, dude, you brought up a very good point. I Whatever, wanna, Diamond. I want to thank you. I want to thank you very much for that. Because I didn't even, I don't know what I was thinking of not getting into the shower, but still going to the restroom. Now, I think you could probably drop a deuce. Well, there's no connection to the whole. It depends on how. Uh, All right, maybe you're just dirty. how your diet is at that point in time. Maybe you're just dirty. I know I can. I can do whatever I want during a lightning storm. I have no problem. Mary, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hello. 
well, greetings, and happy Tuesday. Thank you. Um, I've uh, been asked to keep it clean, so I will. The point about, it used to be the advice that you didn't take a shower during a lightning storm because you had metal pipes, and the lightning strikes the ground, could hit the metal pipes, and then it would travel up through the shower. For the last, oh, at least 30 years, we've used PVC pipes. So it is no longer true that you should not shower during a um, a lightning storm. I let, let me. Well, I will say this though, Mary. I don't know what they got in my apartment complex. I'm sure it's PVC. Because I, if 30 years ago they started uh, changing all the stuff over, I'm sure it's made it to your apartment by now. Because you'll probably uh, it would have rusted out by now if they didn't. All right. Wheeler tells me this: if you shower too soon after you eat, you can get hit by lightning. Thank you, Wheeler. That even makes less sense than what you're talking about. How does that have anything to do with if you ate or not? I think there's some tinfoil. Maybe your digestive system. Maybe it's going on because we're just we're electricity. We are electricity. You and me. Me more than you because I use more of my brain. I'm operating at five percent. You're at three. Jamie, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, um, I've lived here in Florida my whole life, and my husband actually is from up north, and I've heard the old wife's tale that you're not supposed to shower, and actually you're not supposed tale. to be on the phone either. Phone, but, yes, yes, exactly, phone. No. I won't be on a phone either. But my husband now, he's from up north, he's from Delaware, and he is scared to effing death about getting in the shower. Literally, he has yanked me out of the shower when it starts <laughs> thundering and lightning, and to me, I've never heard of anybody getting God. hit. I've never seen it, but now my mom, on the other hand, will unplug all the phones. All right, you know what? You hold on to that guy because he loves you. He cares about you. Dubs <laughs> it, 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 dubs it, no. it lightning, it's thundering. He pushes me into a, a shower. I do because you need to get clean. Ladies first in the hideout. Julie, you're in the hideout. Turn your radio down, Julie. Julie. Uh, hold on. We'll put her on hold to, so she can hear us to so tell her to put her radio down. Good job, Hooch. I know you're text messaging, but... <laughs> Irvin, you're in the high on a real radio. Hey, yeah, how about if you're drinking a glass of water? No, because it's not... How about, how about if it's raining for, for five days? That means in five days you can't shower? Exactly. You know how bad you're going to stink? Yes, because I've, I've been there and I've done that. Why would you ever do that? Why would you ever put Look, yourself through that here, for no reason over something that is completely untrue? Because I fear lightning. It's not... It doesn't... And I was taught growing up... You don't get in the shower because you could die. You Who were you raised on. by? An insane mother and an absent father. Okay, and uh, I should trust your upbringing because of that. I should trust that you know what you're talking about, about lightning. Everybody so far has confirmed what I've said. No, they haven't. They said maybe 30 years ago that was true, but not anymore. And by the way, I will shower if it's raining. Well, what if it just starts lightning out of nowhere while you're in the shower? You don't know. You've got your uh, tool pumping so loud. Ugh, that's dirty. It means in two ways. Yeah, in both ways. All right, look, man. I'm just saying. I'm I'm sorry that I was late. Because you're scared of lightning while you're in your own home right, in Tom, the shower. Look at this. Tom said this. He's been nailed by lightning twice through the phone. Regular wire. It was a good shock through the ear strings. And he says, give a shot to Fraz.
Is this Dim or Jim? Jim. All right. What's up, Jim? Good job, Hooch. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah, one day my friend, he got struck by lightning for playing with his tallywhacker under a tree one day. I don't play with my tallywhacker no more during a lightning storm nice. ever again. You better not. <laughs> and that makes sense. That makes sense. You, so you don't, you won't run one even? Like just you sitting in the dark running one? Again, I'm kicking out a lot of electricity. It's dangerous. <laughs> All right, quick break. We'll come back. I need to get... Honestly, how do I get over this fear? If it, Just it, suck it up, pussy. It, it's something that's so ingrained in me, I got to get over it somehow. We could use the taser outside on you to get you over yeah. it in the lightning and the rainstorm. I have immunity. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. do with anything welcome back into the hideout road radio 104.1 did you refuse to watch that movie shocker when you were a kid all right look i was late today i needed to get cleaned up uh and shower it was gonna take me a little while because i had to shave and everything i shave in the shower and i didn't want to because lightning because when i was growing up I was told you could get struck by lightning while in the shower. You're not supposed to get in the shower. That's ridiculous. It's not even close to being true. Becca, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Becca? Hi. Um, I just wanted to say that my parents had their house built um, in the late 80s, and it was built with copper pipes, and they were still using those well into the 90s until there was some big lawsuit or something about them because they burst. Right. But, I mean, they're still metal pipes. I, it, so it depends on how old your apartment complex is. I'm sure they're separated by PVC somewhere, which would stop the electric current. I live in the ghetto. No, you don't. If I do, you do too. Malcolm, you're in the hideout. What's up, Malcolm? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I, I just got two quick comments uh, about lightning, one in the shower, one on the phone. Uh, when I was a kid, my parents' house, a uh, tree by their house, got struck by lightning. It went right through the window, and it set the carpet underneath their bed on fire. The reason that you don't want to be in the damn shower, you know, is because you're standing in water, and if uh, lightning will come through a window if it hits something high. And if you're standing in shower, you can die. Uh, the other thing is, I have been knocked across the damn room. Room while on the phone in a rainstorm. See, so nobody gonna convince me that can't happen. See, thank you, Malcolm. Kids are all insane. What a, you it's know? It's all a figment of your mag- imagination. Andrew, you're on the hideout on Road Radio. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, you're worried about getting struck by lightning in the shower, but uh, you know, you're sitting there with your headphones on. I right? already talked about that. Thank you for bringing that fear up. What? When you're sitting in here? I take my headphones off if there's a lightning storm. Really? If we're in here doing the show, yes, and you know there's a lightning storm going on outside. Yeah. Are you stupid? I I even fear about talking into the microphone. Dude, it could strike and right through this thing right here. Don't be stupid. Don't be so afraid. I I God help me if you ever have a kid because that kid is going to be so messed up from all of your insane ways of thinking. Okay, so you don't fear anything. I fear things, but not... You do, you, do you have a fear to this extent? Oh, Mr. I hate mayo. Uh, in fact, two days ago, I'm sitting over here in the uh, in the office, 
eating a nice salad. I pull up next to Dubs to look at one of his little funny bits that he's writing up. Yeah, and, and stop doing that. I hate when people look over my shoulder. And so I start eating my salad, and I pour out my ranch, and he just backs... He literally... I don't know if you can hear me go across the room. He does like this. I don't want to be around your stinky ma- uh, stinky uh, ranch. And so I'm like, what, what, what happened? And he goes, hey, man, if you want to... Smells fin- like dung. You want to finish eating over there, you finish eating over there. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, ranch, white condiment. I don't want to be around it. So... My fear of being struck by lightning here in Florida is somehow asinine. You not wanting to be around a white condiment is okay. It's perfectly fine. Because mine isn't because I'm afraid I'm going to die from it. I just don't like it. I don't have a death fear because of a ranch. All right, Tumblr says a ball of lightning is so rare. Better chance of hitting the lottery five times in a row. I've heard of people doing that. What, five times in a row? I've heard of two times in a row. I've never heard of five times. Dennis, you're in the hideout on road radio. Hello? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is Mr. Dubs and Mr. Hefe. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, this is what I saw on the, uh, if you watch the Weather Channel on 214, if you got the disc. Yeah. They said the, the safest place you can be in is an automobile because the wheels ground out the lightning. They said you're not supposed to even wash dishes, which your hands in the water. Thank you. Don't take, don't take no shower. Don't take a bath. Anything that has to do with water. Thank you. Okay. You're a hypocrite because you are so pissed off whenever the uh, news uses these scare tactics or anything, but you fall into them every single time. Okay, but there's nothing to be gained for me not to get in the shower. Yes, there is. What am I going to consume? It's not like I'm turning on the television to sit there and watch what happens. I turn my television off. That's the last thing they want me to do. Why don't you shower with tennis shoes on? You should get flip-flops. I don't think that'll help. I think it's because the water's actually hitting. Try it. Look, I'm just saying. (laughs) At least with your socks on. I told you I do shower in those boycott shorts. (sighs) Yeah. Five day. Mo, mo, whatever. Mo. I gotta say, I look pretty good in them too now. I'm nice, man. <laughs> That's very manly of you. I think the only thing I fear other. He's a man. All right. <laughs> we already got the. Uh, we understand. <laughs> the only thing I probably fear more than lightning is like rejection. But that's like that's just mental. The other thing could kill me. Lightning. Yeah, I'm a I, well, I'm afraid of uh, snakes. That's one thing I am afraid of. Yeah, a snake doesn't bother me. I don't know why. I used to not be afraid of snakes, but I was uh, my mom's ex-boyfriend, Mullet Joe, had <laughs> a uh, that's his real name by the way on yeah. the birth certificate. Uh, he had an albino Burmese python, and we were feeding it one time, uh, feeding it some mice, and it wasn't even going after the mice. It was snapping at me through, like, like uh, trying to get to me through the glass cage. So ever since then, that whole mental image really messed with me, and I've never wanted to be around a snake since. David, you're in the hideout on road radio. Hey, you got to take the air dryer and the radio in the shower with you. That'll keep the lightning from hitting. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe. Plug in. Maybe. Why was he laughing? Yeah, you, you got to plug it in, put it in there with you, because that'll distract all uh, lightning from you. Hey, could this get me? Could I uh, 
Well, I'm uh, talking on a cell phone. Or not, yeah, could, I, well, could that electrocute me if I was talking in a cell, on a cell phone in the shower? Not if it hits your place. If it hits your cell phone. What if, no, but what if I'm in the shower and I drop the cell phone? Would that kill me? No. I don't think there's enough electricity there to do anything. Because I do do that, ironically. You talk on the, the phone in the shower? All the time. What? I sent you a text message today while I was on the pooper. That's fine, but I can't imagine you do it in the uh, shower. I've gotten into that habit, too. Sending text messages on the pooper. That's my favorite thing to do. Hmm. All right. Well, hey, man. I um. Uh... You you've taken a very chunks turn with your uh with all of your uh electric fears. All right. A college just called. They didn't want to go on the air, and I'm glad they didn't because I would have hung up. But it's kind of funny. What they say? If you're gonna be a shock jock, you have to learn to shower in a storm. Yes. Hey, I say. Shock jacks. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Look, I appreciate everybody going through and giving me these uh, these great ideas. Jamie, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, how's it going? Um, my uh, mom told me that my grandfather uh, won the lottery four times in his lifetime, but he never won like the full lottery. He only won like two thousand dollars. It's here and like three thousand dollars. Yeah, I think it's the same thing with scratch off. People win with scratch off all the time. That's not the lottery. So why can't you get struck by a lightning ball? Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break. Hey, isn't Deuce Childerone supposed to be calling us? Like, he, wasn't he? I don't know. He was going on some kind of uh, tour of the na- of the nation or something. Douche and he's going to call up and uh, have people guess on where he was at. And we, day. and we give him a prize? Yeah, if anybody can guess uh, where Douche Chill Daron was. Douche Chill. I was, I, it, it's an odd thought process, but I was thinking about me showering in my boy shorts. <laughs> and then I thought about how, you know, it's, that's really like a sexual thing and chicks dig it. No, they don't. And then so it's the complete opposite with Douche Chill because he's asexual. I don't think chicks would ever dig watching you shower in your boy shorts. Just because like, they're called boy shorts make it, makes it sound so ped. Oh, but I look like a man in them. I look like a kid toucher in them. I look like a man. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 8978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Car washes. Um, round of golf. Uh, TwinRiversGolfClub.com. Sunny's Field Good Barbecue. What else do I have over here? Adobe Gila's. So where in the world is Deuce Childerone? Thank goodness uh, he's not here. All right, where are you? Do I need to be giving some clues to kind of help out the callers? Yeah. No. Good. I say we just try to figure it out from uh, the sound of uh, your voice. Why, should... why don't they just spin around a globe and point? I know where he is. Where? I, there, is a, bar, there, there is a chance that he uh, has taken a very special visit to um, one of our favorite establishments. What's that? Parliament House? I want to take you to a game bar. All right, Deuce Chill, where are you? Give us a hint. All right, just a little hint. It's actually a road trip, so I'm still in the southeast. Okay, so you're in the southeast. So you drove there? It's a road trip? Do we have to pick, pick like, a city or something? I guess I could give another clue maybe of something about the place where I'm at. Okay. I guess a theme to it is very green. Okay, you're somewhere green in the southeast. southeast. Chunks underwear. Incorrect. That's where his hand's been, but I don't know. Please. All right, here, hold on, douche chill. Let's see if some people can guess. The mold growing around Trixie in bed? Okay, come on. Uh, John, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, John? 
hey, guys. But I'm the first guy that uh, you gave a prize to when his last game got kind of failed. So. Uh, All right. What do you? Oh yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. You already won though. You want to take a guess? Sure. Where is he? Um, Gayville. Gayville. <laughs> That's where he was born. That's on his birth certificate, but huh. he's not. Come on. Now. If anything, it's going to be asexualville. <laughs> oh. What does that even mean? Aville. Aville. A N A. All right. Um, Tony, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Where in the world is Deuce Childerone? Yeah, did he say it was green when he was at? Green. Yeah. Is that was the clue? Yeah. Okay, um, 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 is he out back in the studio in the grass with Chunks sucking on his man muscle? <laughs> Are you in the back with Chunks and the man muscle? No, that is incorrect. <laughs> All right. You, you didn't have to dump that. I would have dumped it. So we're out of dump right now? Yeah. Don't say anything. Just don't say anything, douche Joe. Do I get dumped? No, not you. Not you. The caller did. Man muscle could mean anything. I think they're talking about my buff muscles. Ugh. Yeah, he could be sucking on his bicep. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Trust me. I know. On his guns and buns. Now, do you guys want to try to guess where I am, maybe? Maybe if we cared. Hopefully but... jumping off a cliff. <laughs> That's incorrect, Dubs. That was your guess. Sorry. <laughs> I can play as much as I want to. It's green in the southeast. Everglades. Is that here? That is in the southeast, but however, I am not there right, as we speak. Gatorland. No, that is also incorrect. All right. You know what? I don't even really care anymore. Do you want me to tell you? Well, we got people that want to play, so let's take a couple more callers, and if they can't guess, then we'll go. Okay. All right. Um, let's go to Holden. Holden, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, I got a guess for you. Where? Uh, he's at the airport booking you guys flights back to D.C. I wish. No, he's not. I need to go visit some friends. It's a rough time. I've had a bunch of girls calling me from D.C. all of a sudden. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. I got vacation coming up. Mind D.C. I gotta go to Dallas though, visit family. What? Did I just say Dallas, and all of a sudden that appears? Mm-hmm. Shoo, you're in the hideout. Hey, I got a guess. Mm-hmm. It's either uh, um, Greenville, South Carolina, or Chuck's and Chunk's grandmother's crotch. God. All right, are you at either one of those two places? No, that's wrong. All right, just tell us where you are, you idiot. I've got good news, guys. What? Just saved a bunch of money on car insurance? No. I'm actually in the studio and the trip was canceled. Here I am. Are you serious? I'm right behind you. What do you mean? This is uh, the rabbit, I guess? Turn off the phone now. Gay, gay, gay. gay. What's up, guys? So, your whole idea was you were going to travel the country, and you were going to call us. Yeah, see, that's right. But what happened is, is because of the hurricane, my trip got canceled, so I thought I'd come surprise you guys and come sit in tonight. I am gay. You guys don't even look happy to see me. This hurts my feelings. We were just trying to play a game and give away prizes. We didn't want to see you. I thought it would be kind of a fun little twist because the trip got canceled. So what, it's supposed to be fun because uh, yeah, you're here? Everybody's sitting here waiting for the Daron twist. Yeah, here I am. Oh, look. 
I'm so happy. Daron's here. Yay. I don't even get like a round of applause or something. You're an idiot. <laughs> hey, that's exactly what Jimmy Jam just said. He's an idiot. I, I thought this would be kind of a good little, you know, funny thing to do to you guys. Yeah, but you're We're here. Rolling. We're on the floor right now just rolling around laughing. All right, Jimmy Jam says worst game ever. Sorry, guys. I, I don't know. There was that one that Putin did. That was pretty bad, too. Yeah. I thought this was I thought this was going to be kind of like a big hit. Like, you guys were going to be happy to see me. No, it's you. Did yeah, you, but you weren't going to miss me being gone a whole any, week. Did you bring chicks with you or something? Did you bring food? I could go to the store and get food, I guess. All you're doing is wearing a white T-shirt that's loose around the neck and we see your back hair. That's what you brought with you, back hair. <laughs> At least I brought lots of it. Yeah, you brought enough for everyone. That is true. I'm the gay one. <laughs> All right, Hot 92 says, what a mo. <sighs> All right, well, where in the world is Deuce Childerone? I was right, a place where people are uncomfortable, the hideout. Now we are. I was nice and cozy earlier. Honestly, like, I really thought you guys were going to be so happy to see me. What would make you think that? Because I, you thought I was going to be gone a whole week. And how, many time, how many times when you came in and we were like, oh, wow. Well, never. Throne. Never. But I thought, yeah. I thought you just didn't realize, you know, you don't love what you got until it's gone. I thought it was one of those things. Have there been other worst surprises you've ever gotten in your life, or is this, like, the worst one ever? I mean, I guess there's some you don't care about, but as far as surprises go. I get it. You were somewhere green, the green room. Yeah. Was he, that the joke? Chunks is quick. Yeah. I was in the I, green room. Yeah. Hey, I at least gave a, a good clue. I had to write it down to figure it out. All right. I just had... Now, now people are calling up, yelling at uh, Hooch, saying, Douche Chill's an ass. I hate Douche Chill. Congratulations. Well, your at game, least, at your game went over. Everybody's so happy to see you. Well, then I've got more good news for you. Because the trip was just postponed a week. So Why maybe we'll get take to, our shirts off. Maybe we'll get to play next week. All right, now people are asking for some of Hooch's stand-up and fast. <laughs> Ooh. Now, uh, now we know we're in trouble. You know you've hit rock bottom when people ask for Hooch to talk. Derek, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. You guys got to beat Douche Chill. He's, uh, he's the biggest mo on earth, and nobody likes him. He's super lame. I love you too, Derek. I'm the gay one. Let's take a break and come back and try to wash ourselves. He's want to curl up in the corner and cry. Deuce Joe will be combing his back hair. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Who got the hooch? 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 the crickets. <laughs> God damn, dude, I just broke my fingers. I don't think you actually broke them. No, but it. I was uh, was walking back from Bateman's basement here into the regular studio in the hideout, and I went to push the door, and I missed the door <laughs> so bad I hit the wall. And it. Were I, you looking at the door? Or were you looking? Yeah. Outside? Was I looking, Tommy? What happened? Yeah, you're actually looking right at it, and you went to go like open it, and your hand was like about. I don't know, eight inches away from the actual door, and it hit like the corner of the wall and the um. The part around the door. I just heard this big crack. 
and then him doubled over in pain. How, how'd you do that? Like, uh, well, like, you know, when you're walking and you're gonna, you know, it's because it's a swinging door here in the hideout, mm-hmm. and so I was just gonna, you know, like push it. But I went to push it, and I just my hand just went directly into the wood paneling next to it. It hurt like a son of a bitch. It still does. Have you ever done that before? Have you ever had that kind of uh, thing throw off your, you know, have you ever, have you ever well, been that um, thrown off? Like, it's like visually, it's like stubbing your toe. Yeah, but this one, I mean, is just something you're looking at it, you try to do it, and you just can't. Something you know, uncoordinated to it. I wonder if something's wrong with my brain. Could be your glasses. Maybe you get shocked. You don't know it. Nah, I think something with my brain. Aren't um glasses conductors for electricity? They are. Okay, enough with that. I refuse to get scared by anything else. And it pissed me off like I stubbed my toe. For some reason, because you know why? You feel so stupid. Like, why can't I walk? Why can't I avoid objects? Have you ever done that where you're just walking down the street and for some reason, like, uh, part of your uh, shoe drags for a second and you kind of trip? Oh, That's oh, so embarrassing. Yeah. You just fall. And you, tr- you always try to cover it up by, like, doing a little jog afterwards. <laughs> yeah, like, I meant to do this. Or you get down, like, what, as soon as you trip and fall, you start doing push-ups. And you get up, like, all better. <laughs> I've never done that before. You've never done that one? I'm going to start. No, yeah, it actually... Just like as when you mess up playing baseball or something, they always make you do uh, push-ups? Well, it was... Actually, I think it was in high school. It was in high school, and I was walking down the uh, walking down the hall um, between classes, maybe even the lunch. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm walking, and I don't know if I had flip-flops on or what happened, but, you know, they have the, the linoleum, so sometimes yeah. it can drag. And I face-plant... I absolutely face plant. You fell all the way down? Yeah. You just oh, even... oh, hell yeah. But I was able to... I didn't completely hit my face because I caught myself in the push-up position. And I don't know what it was, man, but I, I did like 25 of them. You know? <laughs> and everybody was like... They they actually bought it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm hyped, I'm hyped for today's game. That's the only thing nerdier than falling, though, is probably doing push-ups in the hallway. I think that's a great cover, though. I think, no. I think uh, when you fall and do push-ups, I think that's a great cover for it. It's a manly thing to do. Yeah, I'm think, doing push-ups. I think that's like the only way to handle a situation, then, is just you know, do some push-ups and make everybody laugh. And then... I mean, well, not even so much laugh. Well, I mean, kind of laugh and throw it off. But then you, you're done doing push-ups, and you're all pumped up, and what's somebody going to do to you? You kind of take the whole heat off of tripping by doing push-ups. Yeah, people forget that you uh, that you trip. They just realize, man, he can do push-ups. I don't know if they think that, but I think it's just a funny way to handle it. Something that I think is a lot worse than stubbing your toe is when you're stupid e- bits. Thanks, chunks. Is <laughs> it, is Where when, in the world is douche the wrong? No, it's gonna get better next week. Um, <laughs> no, is when you're eating and like you bite your cheek open. Like that to me is worse than stubbing your toe. You've been eating for what twenty something years and you can't even do it right. You know, that's a very good point. When you bite your own tongue. Tongue or lip, yeah. Yeah, you're like, what's wrong with me? I eat every day, eight times a day, and I can't even do it right. I didn't think eight of... times a day? I was talking to Hefe. Uh. I was trying to get inside his brain. What is that? <laughs> Why are you attacking me now? I was No, I wasn't. And it's smaller no, meals. Exactly. And it's okay. It's it speeds up my metabolism. It's healthier. Smaller portions of ice cream. Man, I haven't had ice cream in forever. The marble cream slabbery, whatever it is, that sounds great right now. What is it? Is that what it's called? Why are you laughing over there, Hooch? She just had some. Oh, what's ah. that? What's that about? Hey, Junks, we got the uh, the spot for the Phillips file uh, 
poker tourney, don't we? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, What's going on with that? Well, what you do is um, you auction off the... Um, you auction... You... <laughs> what the hell? We're actually auctioning off a seat uh, for the Phillips File Poker Tournament. And what you do is you... All right, hold, all right, hold on a second. Yeah. Are you retarded? No. What's wrong? You got issues over there? I was just working on something on the computer over here. Could you, I, I'm just retarded. Could you at least say that you smacked your hand into the wall? No, I was working on something on the computer over here, trying to get it ready for uh, the next break. Okay, so unfortunately... Dubs and I will be out of town during the party. Yeah. Because I actually I want to be there very bad. It's at the Embassy Suites, yeah, I think, right up here at Altamont, right? Yeah, in Altamont. It sounds like fun. Um, Dave and I will be there, though. You'll be in Michigan, Dubs. I'm going to be in my family reunion. And trust me, I would much rather be uh, playing poker, hanging out with the Phillips file than with my family. Do you want me to take your guys' spot? No. no. You're not sitting right. at my table. Okay, we, we don't want the cooler to be at our table. <laughs> right. You know, we're auctioning off the spots. Yeah. We're trying to raise some money. All right, so what do we need to do then, right now? Uh, well, all you need to do is um, you just need to call 407-916-REAL, uh, leave a message with your name and all the information. The uh, machine will tell you the information to leave and your uh, suggested donation amount. And at the end of the show, whoever whoever uh, bids the highest amount gets a spot in the uh, in the poker tournament. And, I mean, like, if you want, you can bid a little bit more. And the message just say, like, you want to sit at Chunks or my table or... Um, so uh, you have to call 407-916-REAL, yep. place your bid, and at the end of the show, we'll find out who bid the highest, and they'll get to be in the tournament. Yeah, they'll get to be in the tournament. Uh, promotions will get back to them. All right, beautiful. Um, either well, tomorrow or later on this week. So. All right, so if you want to be in the uh, poker tournament, give a call to 407-916-REAL, throw a bid on there, and uh, we'll, we'll see about getting you on there. All yeah. right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Make sure that we uh, keep reminding people about that all night long, Chunks. Absolutely. Pretend, I, I hope he uh, gives all the information out again. Pretend to be a producer. You know what? Speaking of Chunks, do we want to do the Fat Man Diaries when we get back? Yeah. All right. We'll do uh, Chunks had his diary shipped down from Northern Virginia from his mom. Journals. Journals, diaries, whatever. It's and really pink and cute. Last week he read one of them about him being in special ed or LD for six years and him not knowing it. I guess today he has one about the first time he ever asked a girl out. So... Uh, we'll take a break and we'll come back. And we'll hear uh, all about success next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 1996. These past few days have been nothing but hell. I feel as if I am a sprinter in a race and there is no one holding out a cup of water so that I might have a drink. Except in this case... Instead of refreshing Gatorade, my cup holds love. Not funny. No one will hand me a cup of love. How, <laughs> how cheesy are you? It's my diary, dude. People aren't supposed to be reading it. All right? This is from my even thing. If you, even if I read it myself and I wrote that, I'd be cringing. Yeah, well, in high school, I felt... Poetic? Little, yeah, a little poetic. You know, Some like... moetic. No. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Read. I don't understand what is wrong with me. I have striking blue eyes, a great, pers- <laughs> a great personality, <laughs> I listen to others, and I've been thinking about it. I'm more stocky than fat. <laughs> no, you're just fat, man. That's what we call the Fat Man Diaries. I, I was a big boy. Damn this weight. It plagues me as if I were Demi Moore in the movie The Scarlet Letter. 
Except, huh? instead of having a letter A sewn on my chest, I have a letter F in the form of a tight T-shirt stretched out by my massive man breasts. I hate them. I know people are looking at them and just laughing behind my back. Going back to Demi Moore and the Scarlet Letter real quick, I can't believe how hot she is. I taped it off HBO when my parents went to Sizzler, and I keep it in my closet and make love to myself what? to the scene. <laughs> Make love to yourself? Yes, man. Is that what you called it then? Yes. I mean, I, I would think if I'm writing my own journal, and I don't think anybody's going to be reading this, I'd be nasty. No, man, I, I always hated that word, the other word described. It's amazing that these are somehow classy. But okay, go ahead. Make love to myself. Yes, I would make love to myself to the scene when Demi Moore is bathing herself in her Victorian wash basin. So fragile, so vulnerable, and naked. Anyway, I'm not writing this entry to describe Demi Moore. Why are you writing it then? Hold Why on. Is it all about Demi Moore right Hold now? Hold on a second. We'll get back to you and your entry in a second. Chunks is dad. You're in the hideout on Row Radio. I know. I would be ashamed. I would be ashamed too. Absolutely. You ready? Yes, I just was waiting for my dad to finish. Ew. Oh, ew. I'm not- <laughs> that's, that's nasty. He's so creepy. <laughs> I'm not writing this entry to express my feelings for Demi Moore. I'm not writing to a... Ex- I'm sorry. got lost. <laughs> I'm not, I wrote very sloppily. I'm not writing this entry to describe my love for Demi Moore. I'm writing it to express my feelings to the only thing that will listen. This piece of loose-leaf paper. And even the paper gives me problems. It's effing wide-ruled. I effing hate wide-ruled. But I digress. <laughs> the reason for this entry is for something that happened to me a few days ago. It was a cool fall day. The skies were clear, and in the air you could smell that hint of the first snowfall of the year. What? It was this out of a movie, full of hope. Full of the feeling that nothing could hold you down. And for me especially, I was feeling brave. I was William Wallace. Instead of fighting off the oppressive English troops, I was fighting for love. <laughs> for today was the day that I was going to ask Amy DeCaro out. I wore my black shirt, which hides the aforementioned man boobs, and my Levi's 565 wide leg. <laughs> Stonewashed dreams. Wide leg? No. Stonewashed? And this was in 96? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with that? I didn't think anybody wore those past 87, but go ahead. I finished off my ensemble with what I called the Lady Killer. Three spritzes of Polo Sport Eau de Toilette. Each spray carefully placed. Two on the wrists and one on my neck. I was amped and ready to go. I arrived at the bus stop to my usual jeers. Hey, Chunks, waddle your fat ass a little faster. The bus is coming. And remember not to sit near the emergency door so your fat ass won't block the exit, you stupid piece of ass. <laughs> I was still confident nonetheless. I arrived in class, strategically placed myself behind Amy. With any luck, I would be behind Amy a little later on. Wink, wink. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> These are my journals, man, all right? I worked out a special way in which to ask Amy out, which was fail-safe. 
We were in German class. And the teacher had just given us an assignment. Now was my perfect opportunity. I would turn to her abruptly and simply ask her out. But the trick was, it would be in German. Darf ich bitte ein Date haben? I said abruptly. <laughs> All right. Mo. Uh-oh. Panic sets in. She's not saying anything. I need to say something slick to save the situation. Uh, I think you're pretty hot and you have nice teeth. Would you like to go cosmic bowling with me sometime? You have nice teeth. Cosmic bowling! <laughs> she answered me this time. Not with words, but with a mere cackling laugh that will always fill my memory. After two solid minutes of laughing, she managed to slide in the phrase, You've got to be effing kidding me. You could fill out my sea-sized bra better than I can. She immediately... We need to have her on the show. No kidding, damn. Continued laughing and finished off the ordeal with an... <laughs> You're sweet. I left the classroom with my head hanging down, serenaded by the bellowing laughs of my fellow classmates. What the hell was that? I stopped outside for a minute, just thinking, and at that moment, the final insult was dished out to me. Little did I know that the place where I was standing to think was directly below a bird's nest. My hellacious day was to end with a massive bird dropping landing square on the top of my head. That's that. That's no good. You're so pathetic. A chunk's diary entry. Yeah, so basically, I was in German class, and I figured it'd be slick to ask her out in German, you know, because you're in German class. And she started laughing at me, like hardcore laughing. I mean, like, not holding back, laughing, like, people around her are hearing her laugh. And it's just one of those moments. What do you do? You know, you can't just sit there, so I had to walk out. You left the class? Yeah, I walked out. I walked out of the class to think. I stopped listening. To think? Yeah. You can't think in a class? I Dude, there's people laughing at me, man. Everyone else heard it, and they're laughing. I'm sure you walked out into the hall, and there are still people laughing at you. All right, let's take a break and come back. Because, to be perfectly honest with you, that one got at me a little bit, because I hate rejection, especially in a public forum like that, where she laughed and laughed and laughed. I'll tell you, there's one thing to this day that still drives me, uh, and I even still think about it. It irks me. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. The time I was heartbroken. Next in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. You're an idiot. Why? What are we talking about? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I was about to talk about some heartache. But Douche Chill, Darone's in here. Pissed off because, uh... He went to a movie theater and paid three fifty for uh, water. For a bottle of water. It's ridiculous. That's a robbery. <laughs> and then, uh, and then and what did we start? We, we started just talking about, you know, how they put so much ice in the Coke, too. 
where, like, if you order one of those, then you have to uh, go out and get a refill halfway through. So I ask for no ice whenever I get that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then, and then you're that guy. I mean, you're the guy in the movie theater. The, the, the che- you're the cheapest mind. guy there. The ushers are laughing at you. I don't mind. I mean, it's free refills anyway, unless it's a small. All right, what kind of a douche would get a small and then just keep going back? For I would. How many, what is that, like one sauce suck? Straw suck is what I meant to say, like sucking on the straw once and it's empty? Wow, you were just You're so, so uncomfortable. All the and, time. And again, you get it with no ice. You get a small with no ice, it lasts you a while, and then you can go get a refill. Well, then what's the point of going yeah. to the movies? You keep getting up every two seconds to refill your small no ice soda. You don't have to go up only but once if you, uh, you know. Well, forgive me if I would like to um, sit there and pay a little extra and just enjoy the movie. Well, I don't see why you're complaining at all because you get up more than anybody I've ever known to uh, go to the bathroom during a movie. You go four times usually during the span of a movie. Usually I go about two or three times during the previews. Here's the thing. I We were talking about fears, and we'll get back to this fear of rejection in a second, but I have a fear of being stuck somewhere and having to go to the restroom. And, like, number one. <laughs> and so I'm always emptying my bladder, just constantly. And so, yeah, during the movies, when when we go to the movies, I'm the dude who has to sit um, in the aisle so that I can just hop up and run out. I've made the mistake of I'm sitting... I'm going to go on myself. Come on. I've made the mistake of sitting uh, on the aisle with you at the theaters, and I won't do it anymore because you're crossing over me four or five times during the, the movie. I wonder if people think, like, maybe I have, like, a Coke habit or something. Because I was hanging out with a friend on Saturday. I don't think you're that far off. Well, I was hanging out with a friend on Saturday, and I felt bad because I kept getting up and going to the restroom. Like, it had to be maybe five times over the course of the night. Yeah, they think you're uh, going in there doing a rail. Just going to the bathroom again. Don't mind me. Weak bladder. I'll be right back. Isn't that the, th- the usual thing, though, for, yeah, if for a goes to, if someone goes to the bathroom a lot, they're usually... Well, and women. You're one or the other. I do need to freshen up. What do you mean? Well, How do you freshen up other than going to the bathroom? Well, what you can do is you can like you can grab a paper towel and then you wet it down and then you put some soap on it. You just kind of dabble, clean up a little bit. You do that over at other people's houses? I do it at your place all the time. Why? Usually I, I do your... it. With, usually I do it with toilet paper though. I don't want your dirty sweat all over my place. Yeah, no, it's not. It's on the toilet paper that I then flush. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Seems dirty to me. Yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time. Why well, not? Because I don't want to be dirty. Yeah, but you're making my place dirty because of it. At least you're using my it. toilet paper for that. Yeah, oh. I could just throw it in the waste paper basket. That's my good toilet people. paper. I pay a lot of money for that toilet paper, and I don't want you to be using it on your face. Some people do that. What? Put toilet paper in the waste basket instead of flushing it. Oh, I do that. When uh, you go? Yeah. Really? That's wrong. Yeah. What do you mean that's wrong? That doesn't seem. That's not sanitary. All right, you know what? This actually reminds me of a story. I, uh, in high school, I didn't live with my family because they moved away and they left me uh, in Grand Prairie, Texas. So I lived with a Cuban family for a little while, which was hell. Ended up moving out of there my last semester of high school, moving in with a white family. And they would give me crap all the time about not flushing the toilet paper. But you have to understand... I was brought up in a house that had very weak plumbing, so whenever you would put toilet paper into the toilet, it would always stop it up. So you put the used toilet paper in the waste paper basket. Now you're taking out the trash, you know, 
at least once a day. Once a day? Each time someone goes to the bathroom, you better be taking the trash out. No, maybe sometimes you wait two or three times. You're like a dog, you know? It's like, you know, you have to uh, keep a bag around you and, you know, kind of take it out right then. Put it in a plastic bag, tie it off, and take it out. What's wrong with you people? Flush your toilet paper. Yeah. What don't if be, you, what if you live it, somewhere where you can't? And keep a plunger there and plunge it on down. The thing is, you just said it yourself. You were someplace where you could, and you still did it. Well, because it's habit. It happened, and once they, once the white folks complained, sorry, all you rich white people have good plumbing. Well, they must, they hated you, I bet. In my barrio, we didn't. Did and yes, you, they did, and it was awful, and I hated living with white people. Do you still do it in your place now? No, what I will do, I, now I actually have a whole system and routine, because I'm scarred. Because I grew up one way, got yelled at, so then I did it the other way and got yelled at. So now I do a combination of both. What, you keep it in your back pocket? No. Here's what I do. This is actually very smart. When I go to the restroom, use two wet wipes, put those in the toilet. Then one uh, paper, like uh, toilet paper, mm-hmm. that usually finishes up any, you know, job. Then you flush that. Then if for some reason you maybe feel like you need to use the toilet paper one more time, and you do, and there's nothing there, then that can go into the waste paper basket. Now, has it's, any, that is fail safe. That is perfect logic and reasoning. But have you ever I had? Think you're overthinking. You're pooping. You ever had like a guest who like maybe spills something like, oh, it's just a clean toilet piece of toilet paper here. Let me grab that. Yeah, and like wants to uh, clean up something that they, they they just think it's regular toilet paper, and they pick it up, and it looks clean enough because you've already used wet wipes, but they don't know that it was used to wipe. Look, all I'm saying. That's you seem like the type that would, uh, you know, just kind of scrunch it all up. Oh, I do that, too. you got to save on toilet paper. To me, you do not scrimp on toilet paper. Toilet paper, you never go, when you're going to the Publix or wherever you're going, don't ever get store brand. Always get the best toilet paper. I don't care how poor you are, don't eat that week as long as you get good toilet paper. And sometimes maybe you use it. You got a big, you know, a big uh, handful of toilet paper, you fold it over. Use it again. Ugh. See, I like the cheap stuff the best. I what? like newspaper. Wait, fold it over and use it again? Like, you keep it to the side? And then, uh, so next time, like, All five right. hours later, you use it? Here you go. Like, you have a piece of paper right here. Yeah. Let's say this is your your, your piece of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And then you end up... Wiping. Okay. Then you can fold it. And use it again. What the hell? Wait, wait, fold it and use it again. You had, you can, you got to stand in this conversation. You use toilet. Yeah, you yeah. use a newspaper. I don't use it again. Are you saying fold it over and use it on the same uh, session or use it on a later session? No, the same. Okay. One. No, okay. I'm not stockpiling. Okay, oh, I'm just making different. sure. So you like the real nice, the nice toilet paper? Of course. I like the real cheap, like sandpaper kind. I think that's the way to go. It's like real rough. No, your fingers will break through too easy. You'd think that, but they don't. Look, I didn't mean to give you guys a lesson on hygiene. <laughs> this isn't a lesson on hygiene. It's a lesson on anti-hygiene by keeping your own uh, paper. And Making a collage out of it. I don't know what you're doing, you freak. It's uh, origami. And sometimes <laughs> you get so much, you can fold it again. You're making a dung bird. Maybe. Am I the only one on this earth that does that? I'm sure there's other people. You're the only one in this room, though. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Tommy, you don't do this? Leave me out of this, this disgusting conversation. Just come on. No. 
pretend like you're part of a radio show and do you or do you not? I see you. you I her. see you folding. I bet you're a folder. Hell no. <laughs> Tommy no, ba- what? Tim, Tommy Bateman's a folder. Folder. Sure, why not? All I know is I'm not alone. I need to take a shower. No, I mean, I'll fold. I'll do that kind of stuff, but I will not keep it or throw it next to me. It's not like I'm keeping it and, and using it at a later date or I, maybe I using think, it to clean up on the countertop. If I spill something, that's not what I'm doing. I think you're using it for, like, bows on Christmas presents and stuff. Maybe for yours. Front to back, right? God damn it, dude. <laughs> Somebody, I don't know if we can say this, asks if you uh, look. Of course. Of course you look. Who doesn't look? That's part of the fun, looking. Yeah. What? That's part of being proud of your accomplishment. Oh, yeah. Now, what are you looking at? There's a lot to look at. Yeah. <sighs> all right, let's take a break and come back. I'm going to tell you all the things I look at, because i got a whole thing I'm doing there. And this is in between the text messaging and the drinking Gatorade. 407-916-1041. That's where I draw the line. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's the hideout. We're Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Is it Tuesday? Yes, it is. That's it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's been a great week so far. I've had fun. I mean, it's been fun, kind of. It's just... Yeah, it was... I don't know. I, I'll be honest. It, it hasn't been a good week, to be perfectly honest with you. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Why did y'all start giving me mess about the keeping way, your mess? Yeah, and just the way I like clean up and stuff. Well, I know a lot of people who uh, had, had had to grow up and uh, kind of throw away their toilet paper next to them. Even when I went into the houses like that, I didn't. I always flushed it anyway. I didn't feel right doing it. But you said something at the end of the break there where you drink Gatorade while going to the bathroom. Oh yeah. Doesn't that, doesn't that taint the flavor? Gatorade, water. There's no consumption during evacuation. That's something that you have to. Uh, it, it just doesn't feel right. All right. I'm not a. I'm not like our boy SBK who's eating a sandwich. I'll do that. No, no I'm not gonna lie to you. Maybe I have. Really? Like you've taken food in there? You've taken like a TV dinner in there? Had some Salisbury steak? Now I'm hungry. I've had a steak in there too. Because you're. Uh, Thinking of uh, the Salisbury steak or the pooping? Both. I'd like to be doing both now, to be honest with you. Uh, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Because I'm not the cleanest bathroom guy. My my stuff isn't that clean, but I, I just find that to be very, very filthy. And somebody was asking if you look. Oh, of course. Yeah. That goes without saying. You gotta know if you're healthy or not. No, it's not a health thing. It's a pride thing. Hmm. You wanna know if you did it right. And what happens though when it makes its way through okay. before you can look? All right. A phantom. A phantom. <laughs> a phantom always pisses me off. You know, that's what, I'm not gonna lie to you. I never courtesy flush. Not once. Because if you're at the point you think you need a courtesy flush, that's when you're proud. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. Yes, Matt Albert. Well, uh, well, first of all, I go in the dark. I turn off the lights and turn on the fan, and you know, do my business. I figure it's because you're so big, you big, you block the light. But um, you're a bathroom eclipse. 
<laughs> you have problems hitting the toilet too, but whatever. I don't even want to get okay, into your personal let's habits. Let's get past that. But one of the best feelings in the world is when you like go to wipe and it comes back totally clean. That's like winning a gold medal in the number two Olympics. It's so <laughs> you really you do feel accomplished for some stupid asinine reason. Beat it, Matt. Yeah, it, when you come back clean, it always feels better. That's like one of the only topics he can call in and comment on, though. Well, it's like one of the only things he does during the day. He got excited. The toilet must look so small under him. Like I don't even know how it, how it could even hold him. It's like if uh, if we tried to use one of those uh, those training toilets. Yeah, it's probably exactly what it looks like. How did we not think of getting a picture of him on a uh, on a toilet? Yeah, you know he broke Sid Cada's toilet, right? Yeah, he cracked the porcelain. Yeah, he cracked the porcelain on it when he went over to his house. That's how fat this guy is. He actually cracked porcelain. Six five, five hundred pounds. I, I didn't even know that was possible. Oh yeah. Now you I'm know, not... I, I, there are if you're. <laughs> That's actually what it sounded like. If you're a bigger person and you maybe you have a bigger family, I know a lot of bigger families buy reinforced toilets. All right, you know what? While we're making revelations, I've broken a toilet before. How? Like. You've broken it, like, uh, backed it up so bad that the I, pipe burst? No, or? I physically broke a toilet. Like, sitting on it? it? Well, let me tell a story. Oh, Christ. So I'm at the gym. Working out. This is, this was in, uh, D.C. And, uh, I sit down. And, um, you know, not to get too graphic, but you gotta... When you're done and you're, you know, taking care of, you're cleaning mm-hmm. up... Sometimes you have to scoot to a certain way to clean. Yeah, you have to shift weight. <laughs> I, uh, the toilet seat came off and I fell. And uh, Hold on. You did this at a gym, not even at like a residential toilet. No. This was a public toilet that they purposely make pretty strong so it doesn't break. Right. And you crushed it. Was it, was this one? I didn't crush it. I well, slid to the side. Whatever and you devastated it. You uh, was this when you were heavier? Much yeah. heavier? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't even think it was really that. I just thought it was there was physics involved. Well, there's physics always involved when you break a toilet. Well, I just thought it was maybe more. So I thought it was something in the air, or maybe it was a. Yeah, there was. It was you. See, that serves you right because at a public place, you got to go the hover technique. Oh no. I, know. I I enjoy public places. Yeah, I used to have a thing about it. Now I love it. I'm look. I'm always when we go somewhere. I'm looking for a new place to uh, mark my territory. Exactly. And when I find out that people will not use the bathroom on a certain floor because of me, I'm proud. It used to. I be, enjoy it. It used to be at JFK. What time was it? Five fifteen. Uh, five twenty-two. Don and Mike would know, and they sometimes they would not break. Because they knew Dubs was in the first floor, the lobby toilet, and Dubs so bad, uh, the lobby, entire lobby was like smelling like a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if you were outside smoking, you could tell. And he'd come out with a smile too. Uh, pride, I tell you, I'm proud of it. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's some. I don't think chicks are the same way. Who? No, they hide it. You guys, you guys aren't proud whenever you're doing that stuff, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Girls don't poop. Thank you. Thank God. Music to my ears. But for dudes, I'm telling you, man, we'll grab each other, and not only will we look, we'll want to show our friends. Oh, yeah. I've had a couple of those. Hey, look, it's a, it's a ball constrictor. <laughs> God bless the camera phone. 
That's the greatest invention for a man who likes to uh, take pride in his bathroom. That son of a bitch trunks. Whenever I call, that's what shows up on his camera phone. <laughs> you want to see it? You want me to run in there real quick? Yeah, please. All right, hold on. Start calling me, have it. All right. By the way, if you want to call Chunk, 703-975. All right, let me call Chunks real fast. 14. 23. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> let me see that. All right, so now I'm calling him. And, uh, all right, a picture of the toilet comes up, and you want to know what it says? It doesn't say El Jefe. What does it say? Dirty Mexican. <laughs> oh, by the way, your phone's not going to stop ringing. <laughs> Why? Uh, people wanted to know if they could call you and if they're, if a funny picture came up on your phone when they called you. Who wanted to know that? The listeners. So we gave them your number. When? Just when you were walking in. No, you didn't. I swear we did. Have fun. Is it ringing? No. Oh. <laughs> I guess it is now, isn't it? Damn it? Come on! Jennifer, you're in the hideout of Roll Radio. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's, What's up, up, Jennifer? Um, can we go back to poop? Sure. I, that, <laughs> that was the hottest thing ever. I like that, please. Hurry. Go, go ahead, Jennifer. Um, well... I just got to say, I'm a woman, and I'm sharing all of the pride stories you guys are, are about poop. Okay, so all right, so there are chicks out there who take pride. Hell yeah. All right, that's good to know then. But there's one that you missed. What about when it all comes out in one all right. long time? All right, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't that get I too had, graphic. That I had to dump. <laughs> but I do enjoy it. And it was really hot when you were saying it. Why don't you come up here and show me one night? But that one I had to get, that I had to get rid of. <laughs> Although, honestly... She's right. For those of you listening on RealRadio.fm, she's right. That is a prideful moment. All right, let's take a break. Enough of that. <laughs> yeah, we'll move on. People actually say we do bathroom humor. Today they're correct. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, so much more to get done tonight. J-Dubs, you have some thoughts. We're supposed to be having a guest. Um, I should tell you about what I'm doing. I'm going to... Uh, some goth fetish thing tonight. Are you? Yeah. I didn't tell you about that? No, you didn't say a word to me about it. I didn't want you to come along. I don't want to. Trust me. I got this thing for uh, goth chicks. I know what I'll tell you about it next. It's the Hideout Row Radio 4-7-9-1-6-1-4-1-8-8-8-9-7-8-1-4-1-Star-1-4-1-9-7-8-1-4-1-Star-1-4-1-9-7-8-1-4-1-Star-1-4-1-9-7-8-1-4-1-Star-
You're going home to Michigan, aren't you, at the end of the month? Yeah, I am. I'm uh, heading home to pick up a car. What kind of car? A conversion van. <laughs> I'll be driving the conversion van. I'll sell you mine. Speaking no. of pimps. Well, I can go on in conversion van. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I always wanted a conversion van. Really? I just thought they were so cool. They're so big. You could do so much stuff in them. And I'm going to. And that's the one that, that like has the um, like the nice interior, right? Where yeah. it's like a big bed, essentially. Well, yeah, there's a big uh, seat in the back that folds down and is basically as big as a bed. Dude, we could like fill porns. We could just go around filming porns. You aren't even getting in my van. Oh, come on. And you, By the way, you know, this officially makes you designated driver all no, the time. No, it doesn't. You have a conversion van. And it don't matter. You have to go. It's J-Dub's party bus. No, it isn't. I'm tired of being a driver. If you got to... Right, I'll drive your van. No. Can, I, can I drive it? No, you can never drive my van. Why are you being so hateful? I'm not being hateful. I just don't want to have it being stuck on me every time we go out. I'm telling you, I'll designate a drive if you let me. No, I don't drive want. To, the van. I don't want to be put on my car every time too. I'll pay for gas. No. I just really want to drive a conversion van. Why? Because it's like driving a bus. I'm not kidding you. I've always wanted one. It's kind of. It, it kind of sucks. You're just so high up and everything. It's. It's such a pain in the ass. What color is it? Green. <laughs> Very dark green. Does that have Def Leppard posters in the back? I wish it will. And you're getting, you're going flying up to Michigan to get it? Yeah. So I'll be up there for, you know, three or four days, going to see my cousin's wedding and then driving that back. That's such an awful place. Yeah, Michigan, really. Every time I go there, especially even when I'm flying in and I fly over Michigan, I look down and just sigh. Like, oh, God, I'm back. I can't believe I'm here. Yeah. And uh, pretty soon it looks like Ted Nugent's going to be the, um, the governor of Michigan. I didn't even think he lived there anymore. Yeah, he still lives there. Uncle Ted. So he's thinking about running? All right. Apparently they say there's a high percentage that he's going to run for office. I mean, he's not going to be a Republican. He's, he's even too crazy for the Republicans. No, nobody's too crazy for the Republicans. They'll, they they want. They they threw their uh, whole thing on uh, Schwarzenegger. I wouldn't mind if he was Supreme Court Justice. Deadly Tedly. Replacing O'Connor? Yeah. How sad is, would you be ashamed if you being from Michigan if Uncle Ted ended up Yeah. I mean that's that only happens at the like the places just starving for attention. The uh wherever Ventura was. Minnesota. Minnesota's in the LA's and the Californias and that kind of stuff. So what do you think is gonna be his platform? Like what's Uncle Ted gonna fight as governor? Or what's he gonna do? Well, I'm sure, you know, anybody who votes for him. We'll get a free piece of homemade jerky. I know he. Uh, I know you. Those uh, jerkies were on like every street corner when you're in Michigan. You can get the uh, Ted Nugent jerky. Uh, remember they ran commercials for it at our old station. Yeah, they ran commercials for it, and he had his own uh, hunting show on uh, the public broadcasting station there. Do you think at the end of the inauguration he's going to be shooting like a flaming arrow, uh, just in the air? I'm sure he'll shoot a flamer, because that's just his politics. I wouldn't mind if, you know, Ted Nugent, governor of Michigan, puts right on the state seal, wang dang, sweet poontang. I actually like that saying. I don't like him, but that's a fun saying. <laughs> it's fun to say while you're trying to fall asleep. Would his running mate be Fred Bear? Fred, Dare, Fred Bear's dead. The ghost still lives on.
I don't think you could have a ghost as your lieutenant governor. Watch him. Are you going to tell Deadly Tedly no? Uncle Ted will punch you in the mouth. I think the new uh, the new state color uh, for uh, for Michigan, if uh, Ted Nugent is governor, will be camouflage. I'm sure the militia would be happy. You think they would actually turn the flag into camouflage? Like that's what it is now with the white tank sweet boot thing on it? I would buy that flag. I'm not even a Ted Nugent fan, but that saying is enough to make me do it. You think? Can you imagine? Wango Tango. That would be the that would be the governor of a, of an actual state in the United States of America. Think about that for two seconds. That'd be crazy. I'm, do you think, uh, I'm leaving the country. Do you think he would say, uh, you know, screw this governor, Mansion, It's too big. I just want a tree stand so I can hunt deer. <laughs> Save some money. Get a deer hunting stand. I'm sure that uh, Governor Mansion would never be the same. I'm sure there'd be nothing but like you know, deer heads, antlers, you know, bears everywhere. Just a bunch of uh, yeah, very, very game. tough macho macho homoerotic stuff. You think he looks at like a deer's head while he runs one? I can see that. I'm sure at some point in his life he has been running one or having sex, and there's been the carcass of a dead animal in the room. I, I'm just willing to make that. I would. I would say it's a very safe bet. He does know how to play that axe. Do you think Milwaukee's best will be the uh, new state beverage? No, I think it'll be Bush. Slacker, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's going on, Slacker? Hey, Slacker. Hey, what's up, guys? What do you got? Sorry about truck, loud, truck a little bit louder. Hey man, you're missing one important uh, one important point with this uh, conversion van thing, man. That could be the new official hideout party bus. No, it's not going to be. I think it. <laughs> I, that, has, that doesn't have good luck. Without a doubt, because Dubs is going back to Michigan, I think it should be Slacker. No. And you know what? Congratulations, Slacker. You have the first seats. No, you don't. You don't have anything. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones giving away seats on the J Dubs no, hideout party bus. No, we aren't. Giving anything out that's mine. All right. Jimmy Jim wants to know if you're also going to give out drink tickets for the party bus. No. No one's getting in my van. Not even you, Hefe. I'll allow Bateman and Chunks in there. Cool. Sweet. Do you mind driving? Yeah, I'll drive you. Thanks. I have no problem. Me too? Yeah. Thanks, dude. What about me? I'm the one that came no. up with this grand idea. I'm giving away seats on the party bus. You aren't giving away anything. You'll probably be home like waiting to take a shower. It might be like raining yeah. or something. Yeah. I can't run that risk. Uncle Ted, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Yeah, I like to wrap myself in pig skin and make love in bear skin. <laughs> Thank you, Deadly Tedley. <laughs> quick, quick break and we'll come back. Seats for the party bus. No, no, you better not even take one call about that. I need their information. No, you don't. And this time, you don't even have to do anything crazy. You just call up, you win. They're gonna the be hideout. driving in your in your car. A hideout, Row Radio, one hundred four point one. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, 407-916-1041. Give out the numbers. 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. 
giving away seats on the uh, J-Dubs party bus. It's not a party bus. It's my own personal van, and no one's getting in it. Bobby, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, gentlemen, everybody listen? Yep. Three, two, one. Shotgun! God damn it! All right, hold on. We'll you get your info. Ah. You are getting in my car, and you're definitely not on the shotgun. Get his info. Hideout Hotline, who is this? Hey, how you doing, F.A.J. Dub? Looks like Dave's done now, huh? Oh, you got room on the bus for me? Is this Tony Pigs, the hideout engineer? You're damn right it is. Maybe I'm going to come on your bus now. No. Smoke cigarettes. No. Your hand no, sandwiches. No. Your hand sandwiches all over your steering wheel. You get, your, you get your man junk all over my uh, my board. Yeah. You won't like that? You aren't getting in my uh, my van. We, I'm getting in it. We do need a chaperone. Oh, no. Tony, I'm getting in it. Tony. I'm getting a handicap, handicap ramp. Lift my ass in. Put oh. your hand CD on your CD player. How you going to like that? All right. You don't well, like that? All right. Well, thank you, Tony Pigs. Yeah. Tony Pigs isn't getting on my in my van. I almost called it my party bus. Tony Pigs ain't getting in my van. You aren't getting in my van. Tommy Ken, Chunks Ken, that's it. All right. If you want seats, no on listeners. This, if you want seats on this party bus, uh, give us a call. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one or star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Uh, Alex, Alex, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, hey Alex. Hey, I was wondering, uh, what do I got to do to get on that party bus? You definitely are allowed. I'm, I'm a big fan. I've listened to you guys for a long time. I'd really like to get on this bus. You no, know, I think you would look better in maybe a little black car. I think that'd suit you better. No, those are for queers. I really want to get in a conversion van with a bunch of dudes in that downtown. You were really creeping me out. I think you'd turn it into some kind of KT van. All right, I'll hold him. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. You aren't a lot either. Did we get his info? No. He sounds like he wants to get on the bus. Sounds like a big loser. Big he's homo. Sa- he sounded like a blast. Jeff Arena, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi, Puppy J. Dove. Now that you're out there, closet, I want to ride on the miniature bus with you, Puppy. Yes, we both had the disability, Puppy. I didn't think about it being a short bus. Hold on, Jeff. Alright. It's a conversion van, it's my own ride. It's not for anybody else, especially not you, Hefe, or the listeners. I think it's classy of you too to offer rides. Just no one's getting a ride with me. Like on a Thursday or something? Never you could do it? Never. I'll drive myself and that's it. Well then what's the why don't you just get a bicycle then? Why why go get a conversion van? Because it's cheap for me. I'm not buying it for the big Vanness of it. I'm definitely not buying it to truck a bunch of, bunch of listeners around. It's not happening. Jay, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, I want to ride on the bus. All right, hold on a second. We'll get your info. Hey. Oh, sorry. Make sure you get his information. Make sure you don't. Don't get anybody's information because no one's getting on it. All right, Putin just sent me this. Um, he'd like your bus to host mobile role-playing games. No one's LARPing in my bus. You go do, like, quests and stuff. Accomplish missions. Move up in levels. All on the J-Dub's party bus. No, it's not happening. It's not the LARPer. Rick, what are you going to do to get on the bus? Hey, I give him a 20 spot for gas. 20 spot for gas. You're in. Hold on. No, you aren't. No one's in. No one's in my van. I think we're just about filled up on our spaces. Yeah, because it's just me. I'm the only one in the van. And... Bateman and Chunks if they want to go. I don't know if there's enough room for them now. By the way, 
speaking of Putin, this kid is creeping me out. Why? What do you do now? He came in during the commercial break. Mm -hmm. Okay, first of all, he should know not to talk to the host. But secondly, he came in during the commercial break, and he's he's like sipping on a Red Bull, and he's standing in between the green room and like here, and he's standing in between me and like an exit in the doorway. Yeah, and he's talking about birds and how birds are attacking him, and he feels like he's under attack from birds. And he's sitting here, and I'm not kidding. He's telling me this like it's something I really should care about. And at at one point, I decide I'm just going to play along. Because the last thing I want to do is tell this kid to get out of here. When he's telling me stories about birds. Like like actual stories or stories that he's getting attacked right at the moment? He says he's getting attacked. He told me three different stories about birds. And he's got this crazy look in his eye. You know what you do then? You just put your headphones on and, you know, look at your computer screen. And he blocked the exit. Like, he was purposely trying to do a power play. What do you think he was thinking? Do you think he's just trying to creep you out, or do you I'm think not, he was... I'm not going to lie to you. He is a really creepy kid. Yeah, he definitely is. Between his EverQuest and his uh, crazy-eyed girlfriend and him, they just got whole crazy families and babies happening. All right, Mike says that if you need a driver, he can do it. Uh, so in his own car. So that you can entertain the passengers. No, no one's getting on my... I'm not entertaining any passengers. I'm entertaining myself. Um, Jesse, you're in the hideout on road radio. Hey, what's up? Dubs, don't even lie to me. I know there's room for me. I'll just throw Sadie out the window underneath the back tires. I like that. Anybody touches Sadie, their hands break. Ah! Hey. Hello. George. Hey. I'm 92 and I need a ride to get my colon checked. <laughs> Chunks will do it for you. Don't worry about it, Ryan. Yeah. Actually, He'll just, go to you. Just chat with him online for five minutes. Putin, I can feel I feel comfortable talking to you now because we're on the air. Off the air, don't ever look at me or talk to me, <laughs> and especially don't come into the studio. Talking about birds. Try to relate the bird story that you were telling me during the commercial break. Uh, the first one. The other night I was riding my ho- motorcycle home to my apartment, and just as I get inside my neighborhood, I, I see a, a small, well, I guess it's kind of a large rock in the road, and I swerve, you know, to avoid it. And then all of a sudden the rock grows wings and, like, leaps at me, you know, with great force, and it, like, slams into my leg, and it turned out to be a, an owl. Okay, so... So a rock turned into an owl. Yes. Well, it wasn't what? actually a rock is the thing. It just looked like a rock. Let me ask you. I want to be, I want to, for one second, let's be honest uh, with each other. What makes you think I would care? It's why funny. would you, why would you come in during the commercial break and tell me about a rock turning into an owl? I thought it was kind of funny. How? You yeah. know what it would have been funny? If I had dumped my motorcycle? Exactly. And you'd scraped your leg up and you needed skin grafts. Then it's hilarious. What other times have birds tried to kill you? Yeah, try to tell me about another one. Oh, well, today, this is the weird one. Yeah? Today at Wendy's, right? I'm getting food, and I pay, but there's a guy in front of me at the second window, so I can't move up. And the guy, the the cashier dude at this first window, all of a sudden he goes, Yo, shut your, roll up your window, there's a vicious bird. 
And I'm like, what? What are, what are you talking about? Cause I- right, do you see what I'm saying? Do you see, I mean, I, I, and I wish this was a bit because I would feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. He is standing in the studio blocking the exit, talking telling about me these stories bird. with the crazy look in his eye, sipping on a Red Bull. All right. Finish the crazy bird no, story. No, why? I like the, like I'm, I, I'm interested now. No, I can't possibly be. No, oh. but it's an insane bird. It, it it looked like twisted and evil. It had like. When's a, your internship up? Is it tomorrow? Hopefully, maybe tonight. Let's send it, we can send him home if you want. Eleven? Could he could he just wrap up the semester here in the next hour forty five? Yeah. Sure. Thank goodness. Let me ask you something for real. Yes, sir. Do you realize how creepy you are? I'm not just maybe no. Do you realize now you I don't make, think I'm creepy. You make Hooch and her crazy friends seem sna- sane. <laughs> oh, they're sane. I feel bad for. Uh, they're crazy. <laughs> and they're crazy. And Everybody. we find you more crazy than them. So what does that say? I make I make sense. I don't know what it says. Only that. Um, yesterday during one of the breaks. I go out to get some food, and this freaking animal puts his money in the vending machine, and I guess his Snickers bar didn't come out. He gets these crazy eyes, and I kid you not, he actually jumps a little bit on top of it. He's like, I'm going to get this blanking thing out of it. He just starts shaking at it like a monkey on a tree. He's like, damn it, come on, come on. He's just yelling at the top of his lungs. All right, now, Matt Albert says, Putin is the worst storyteller in the history of the hideout just behind Hooch. Ooh, that's mean. But here's the thing. That's just, it's not even like he's nervous because he's on the air. That's what he's telling me during the commercial breaks. In the exact same cadence and everything? Yeah, he's just standing over me, kind of like rocking. Just rocking like he's like some sort of a schizophrenic. I think he might be borderline. I, I think he's at the age where that might start setting in. How old are you? 23. Oh, yep. early you, 20s. Oh, oh you're so going to be a schizophrenic. I can't. Can we speed up the process so you'll at least be interesting and call us from your apartment uh, littered with bicycles and newspapers and and uh, and cigarettes I, and oil cans? I have friends with schizophrenic friends. I'll, I'll have like a commune if I do go crazy. Oh, can we not give them those phone numbers? Why don't you pretend to produce? If you know any schizophrenics, we need their phone numbers. Because you don't want these schizophrenics. Yes, we do. No, these are the kinds of people that tried to blow up City Hall and stuff. Okay, we had... That's just because your picture was in it. Your crappy paintings. Of you. It was a charcoal. Shot it. I really don't want to hear from you. John, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, Putin, I got some EverQuest questions for you right now. You beat it, too. Scram. Seriously. What? Beat it. <laughs> you mean what? All right, let's take a break. Putin, I'd like you to move back in the corner. Go ahead and play EverQuest back there. Just And by the corner, I mean the corner of Arkansas. Just please leave. Take a break and we'll come back. Congratulations, Hooch. You're now the favorite. Oh, God. It took all that time and... Handy by one of your friends and our listeners to make it happen. It's the Hideout <laughs> Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'm El Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. 
Congratulations to all the winners in the J-Dubs party bus. There's no winners. No one's getting any of my van. Movie Mike, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Um, you know, I was hoping maybe to catch a ride on J-Dubs Chester Molester bus and, you know, scout for some 10-year-olds. All right. I don't know if we're going to do that. That's my own personal fun time. No one gets to intrude. All right. Nikanta? It's me, Nicotino. <laughs> Nicotino. What's up? I want to ride in J-Dubs Hoopty. Nicotino Hoopties. Nicotino got married. Nicotino. Richard, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. You know, uh, when, a long time ago when I was a lot younger, I used to think birds were coming after me, actually ducks. And I, I had one incident where a duck actually slammed into my windshield as I was driving down the road and actually left it in the impression of its body in, in the windshield. But I got over it. I uh, went out to a Chinese restaurant and got some Peking duck. Wah! Okay. You see what you did, Putin? People just feel like they can call up and tell uh, bird attack stories. I want you to apologize. We aren't doing chicken chat. I apologize for bringing this uh, problem to the forefront of our society. It's uncomfortable. It's not chicken chat. It's not uh, bird bird talk. It's it's none of that. It's not welcome to the nest with El Jefe and J-Dubs. I thought we asked you to leave. Oh, man. Hey, you were telling me something about uh, wrestling? What happened? Yeah, on uh, SmackDown last Thursday, the same day of the uh, bombings over in London, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, they ran an angle on SmackDown, on WWE SmackDown, where these, I guess, uh, terrorist uh, people, like they were, these were the wrestlers, their role were terrorists, came in and beat up The Undertaker. And, you know, they uh, they were wearing masks and everything. They were doing the whole Al-Qaeda angle on WWE SmackDown. Okay, so there's a storyline in wrestling about yeah, there's terrorists a... who were beating up the wrestlers? Yeah. And like, i got to start watching wrestling. I never even heard of something like this. It's, uh, I guess uh, because of what happened uh, Thursday and everything, people are really offended over it. And SmackDown's taking a lot of, uh, of uh, just uh, crap right now. There are a lot of heat by the fact yeah. that they have... Yeah, they have, uh, on the same day as the London bombings, they have people dressed as Al-Qaeda. Now, did they people. do that on purpose? No, I guess it was already in the storyline. Beforehand, they didn't have time to change it. They ran a disclaimer before the uh, show. Yeah, they tape it on a Tuesday. Yeah. So they'll be taping right now, and it'll air on Thursday. Oh, so they had taped the terrorist storyline on Tuesday. Then yeah. on Thursday, they played it and uh, gotten some hot water over it. Because now, is wrestling always doing this? I mean, are they always doing edgy stuff like that? You know, from time to time, you you watch wrestling and they always kind of do this thing where it's borderline offensive and they step over the line a lot of times. I remember relatable to the Al Qaeda thing um, during the first Gulf War. They had a whole thing where Sergeant Slaughter uh, turned over to uh, be an Iraqi uh, like a loyalist and was pledging his allegiance to Saddam, and, uh, and you know he started, and he had to fight Hogan and everything. It was a whole America versus Iraq thing. Yeah, I remember they had to uh, hire bodyguards for his family, and they yeah. were like with him 24 hours a day. And that was real. They had actually uh, they actually had threats on Sergeant Slaughter's real family. All right, because Matt. they took it so seriously. 
All right, Matt Albert says that, that after 9-11, they brought back Sergeant Slaughter. Is that true? Yeah, yeah he, but he, he, he works in the back anyway, so if there's something they need him for, it's like a yeah, he's cheap a, way to get the crowd to go crazy. Yeah, he, he's a, now he's a cheap USA plug. You know, he, he'll he get the crowd going. And the chance. Yeah, the, the USA easy pop chance, yeah. of the USA, USA. He's the hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, so what other crazy storylines are they doing? And it's like, because that's... I don't know. The whole terrorist thing seems like it's a little touchy. I mean, I remember uh, ECW. They did the whole thing where Raven crucified Sandman right next to the ring, and everybody got all uptight about that. Oh, he actually put him up like he was Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. All right. 407-916-1041, star one zero four one your single wireless phones. I don't watch wrestling. I didn't know that it was this... Shock jockey. My uh, my biggest cringe one was when I was watching, I don't know, probably five or six years ago, and Sexual Chocolate. He uh, They had one storyline of him getting oral from a transvestite. And, <laughs> hey, that just happens. Those mistakes happen. And, what do you want? And another one where he knocked up a 70-year-old lady. And she gave birth to a hand. I yeah, love- she gave birth to a hand. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I got to start watching wrestling. That's actually pretty funny. All right, let me ask you. It's real fast. Would you rather game? Would you rather get oral from a hot transvestite, one who looked like like Bowley Spears? Yes. This is a someone we had in the old DC show that um looked just like Britney Spears, but it was a dude. Would you rather get oral? I'm still not sure of that. Yeah, it's true. Would you rather get oral from a hot transvestite? Or make love to a 75-year-old woman. All right, I'm going to throw this out to our friends, too. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. See, you sound like you already have the answer. What's your answer? Oral. <laughs> Mo. Oral it's who? not. From who? No, the transvestite. So you want oral from a transvestite? I'm not saying it. Saying what? Think about it, though. <laughs> it seems like you have. <laughs> I, I have. I, have, I even have a saying. If you don't know, it ain't Mo. But you do know in this case. You're choosing it. Well, whatever. It's between I, that I, and a 75-year-old chick. You know, I might be in the same boat with you. Of course you are. I might be, I might be sailing to hell with you. You're not going to hell just because of that. <laughs> I think Jesus frowns on that. I love Bateman. What? What? Put a wig on. Let's see how much I can love you. Get away from me. I love Bateman. All right, Matt Albert says that uh, he'd take anything. Somebody had a plot line, maybe Kane or Triple H, involving them um, Oh yeah, I having this. relations with a corpse in a coffin. Yeah, yeah. Katie Vick, that was the whole angle. He, uh, it was uh, supposedly Kane killed this girl in high school that he was in love with in a car accident. What? I don't know. What yeah, is going on in there's wrestling? There's a lot of necrophilia type stuff, and I, I don't understand where these writers come from, but I think the most offensive thing that happened uh, on wrestling that I saw was when they actually took cameras to Owen Hart's funeral, even though the family didn't want him there. So, like, they were forcing themselves upon a funeral. Well, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And right. it was well known that uh, the Hart family didn't want him there. All right, Matt Albert says tranny. <laughs> you go with the tranny. Don't be stupid. I don't know if who uh, knew wrestling can make you think so much. I don't know if uh, Tommy 
remembers this, but uh, Scott Hall, uh, wrestler in WCW, was a big alcoholic, and they started exploiting that storyline actually as like a uh, part of his character. You may as well. I mean, it seems like it would come naturally. Yeah, well. You run with a bit. If that's who you are, Chunks is a loser. See, well, the problem is that, like, he would start getting arrested, like, every other week because of it. <laughs> One time he groped some, like, 50-year-old chick outside of a hotel, you know, and then a, t- and a couple other times he's drunk driving. All of a sudden he's run, Ronnie, run. He was really cool when I met him, though. <laughs> One uh, One time, I remember, I was watching, and Booker T was doing something, and he ended up stealing someone's car. I need, B- Booker T's a black wrestler. Yeah, Booker T's a black wrestler. And all you hear is Jerry the King Lawler say, Oh, imagine that. Booker T knows how to steal a car. And silence after that. You know he got something in his headphones saying, Shut up, you racist. Why? <laughs> John, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hey, guys. What's up, buddy? Hey, um, if you knowingly take a... Take a... Just a, uh, Oral. a Humber from a transvestite. Uh huh. It, it makes you gay. No, it doesn't. Seventy-five, eighty-five, hundred doesn't matter. She's still a woman. No, 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 no. Those they look like men. They have mustaches at that point. This, I'm telling you, the transvestite looks like a hot chick. You're thinking so hot chick. Up. What? That's actually that's actually a true statement. It is possible. We need to be all about it. All right, let's take a break and come back. <laughs> Somebody just reminded me on the instant message about um, the big show. They they had his father die on the on the in a storyline, and uh, this guy that he was feuding with, the big boss man, showed up at the funeral and carried the casket away. On the he tied it to the back of his car and drove off with it. <laughs> And the big show was like seven feet, like was trying to run, and he jumped on it, and then he fell off the side. And it was the most tacky but hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. So take a quick break and come back. It's the Hideout Rope Radio 104.1. I don't understand how that's a good drop because that happens. Welcome back into the Hideout Rope Radio 104.1. I love Bateman. I, that was just odd. <laughs> I, can't I rem- love Bateman. I can't remember that. Was I it- like a fruity drink. I go to gay bars. When you string them all together. When you string them all together, it sounds a little odd. All right, we were talking before the break. It actually came out of a wrestling storyline somehow. Yeah, uh, it came from, we were talking about this whole uh terrorist angle they ran on wwe and then we got into other angles they've had in the past uh in wrestling and one of them was sexual chocolate got oral from a transvestite (laughs) and so it was trans would you rather a hot transvestite favors from oral or a 75 year old woman Chris, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. I'd, I'd rather the older woman because it'd feel a lot better. She can just take her teeth out. Man. All right. God bless the gummer. All right. Trying to take serious inquiries only. Yeah, he is a good intern on the Burke show. Uh, that's that's Gomer. Gomer. Oh. Same thing. All right. Destro says, I think Hefe's having some personal issue and trying to get people to go along with this <laughs> hot transvestite thing. <laughs> Either he's done it or he's considering doing it, and he wants to justify it. I don't think he's going to some goth convention tonight. It's a tranny club. The transvestite looks like a hot chick. 
Tommy's a winner. <laughs> what is that? I don't understand that one being stringed along together. Unless he's a transvestite. Uh, well, I genuinely... Do you think uh, Tommy would ha- make a hot chick? Would Tommy make a hot chick? Yeah. I mean, out of all of us, he'd probably be the hottest tranny. Male or female. <laughs> Are you saying you'd be a better looking chick than Hooch, and Hooch is a chick? Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. I don't know. I'd probably be better in bed. All right, you know what? Uh, no. Would you want to test him out or no. something? What are you talking about here, Rafa? Well, no. Take him for a ride? Well, who says <laughs> she can bring her friends back up and make Tommy over? No. What is this? Sexual, Sexual chocolate. chocolate. Hmm. Take it like a man. I'm a bouncer. <laughs> Hey, whatever. He took it like a man, so did I. Somebody learn to run a board over there. I Four, love Bateman. Four, I love Bateman. I love Bateman. 407-916-1041, and Star1041 on your single wireless phones. Why am I catching all of this? Dub said he would, too. I did not. Yes, you did. <laughs> said might. No, you said you would, too. I said probably be in that same boat with you. I'd have to see the old woman, though. I'm sorry if I don't like chicks. What if... <laughs> That's all we do now. What if it's, it's the isolate that game. What if it's the old woman from, like, Titanic? Oh, that's hot. Oh, know. yeah, Chunks, you're so great. Okay, I'm going to ask you to now just stop, because it's throwing off the whole show. I think it's making it go better. No? You don't think so? He's a man. I was just wondering. Wow. Jonathan, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Just totally mow if you have a transvestite do that, man. I don't think we get very many people on your side here, Hefe. Your side? If anything, it's, my side. it's our side, because no, you said it's it yours. You came up with this sick game. You're the one you talking pervert. about wrestling, and that's all going on in wrestling. That's yeah, what you're no, watching I, all I, the time, wrestling. And I said it was very cringe when it happened. When you're saying you'd take part in it. You said you'd be right next to Sexual Chocolate waiting for your turn. I didn't say anything like yes, that. Yes, you did. We didn't isolate that part, but... I don't want to give it all to you. It's great in a bathroom stall. Right <laughs> With a chick! God damn, man. It's just tough to talk on this you show. Transvestite heat. All right. All right, let's take a break and come back. Notice it's all wrestling <laughs> themes. They're so amazingly mo. Every single one of them. All right, just take a break. We'll come back. Uh, more on the hideout. 407 <laughs> and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Did you hear about the uh, the Simpsons and Family Guy getting into a fight? No. I got to tell you about it. Like and an I've, actual fight? I've come up with a little tournament of cartoon characters and who you think would win in like a battle royale kind of thing. Nice. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Uh, reminding you to hurry up and get your uh, bids in as we're auctioning off the seat for the inaugural Phillips File Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament. 
And the person with the highest donation bid tonight uh, will get a spot in the tourney with all the donations benefiting the mustard seed. So you got to call 407-916-REAL right now. Leave your suggested donation amount on the answering machine, and promotions will get back to you. So uh, we yeah, are, call you, there, make bids, goes to a good cause. The bids are coming in, so uh, make sure you get in there and you uh, donate that money so you can play in the tourney. You're getting all kinds of goodies from what I understand, too. And then uh, obviously playing. Yeah. And then uh, also um, it benefits Mustard Seed. So make sure you make that happen. Dubs, there are uh, such things as radio wars. Mm-hmm. You, hear, you, you hear these things and, you know, shows fighting. With each other. Yeah, starting I, stuff with each other. And, and in radio, it's kind of commonplace. In fact, some people really like it. Yeah. They kind of make that their kind of shtick, and they do it. But I guess there's a television war that's begun, in a sense. Family Guy versus The Simpsons. Now, I haven't watched The Simpsons in forever. Actually, I watched it this weekend. It hasn't really lost that much. I heard it's still great. Yeah. Um, But I guess Family Guy took a dig at them. And so now it's kind of starting this whole thing. What, if, what Does anybody know what Family Guy did? What they said? Did you watch it, Chunks? Yeah, actually, it was the uh, it was the Simpsons <clears throat> who oh. made a dig at the Family Guy. They had like Homer be introduced as like Peter Griffin or something uh, something along that. And uh, Family Guy, I guess, people got mad. At that. Oh, so the Simpsons started the fight? Yeah, the Simpsons started the fight by taking the dig at the uh, Family Guy. And, uh, I don't even understand what's going on in this cartoon world. Yeah, oh, the Simpsons always take digs at other things. I mean, that's been their kind of their thing. So why did the why did Family Guy get their panties in a wad? He just got mad, and and then I guess the creator's like, well, the Simpsons isn't the show it used to be, and he just kind of just got a little tiffy, and he started taking shots at the Simpsons. All right, what's funnier to you, J Dub, Simpsons or Family Guy? I like the Simpsons. I mean, it's time tested, and for for it to be that funny that long. You can't really go against it. I think I'm going with South Park. I wasn't. What is that? Running interference? South Park runs in with a chair. Yeah, I think so. I think I would rather. I think South Park's funnier than all of them. I might. I'd probably agree with that. But if all right, if if your cartoon characters had to fight, do you think Homer could beat up the uh, the dad from Family Guy? Oh, definitely. Homer does seem tougher. Yeah, Homer is just a stupid drunk. He would definitely win in a fight. All right, who would win in a fight? Transformers versus Voltron. Transformers versus Voltron. Uh, how many Transformers? All of them versus the one Voltron? Because the Voltron... That comes... a, yeah, it's a bunch of them all together, but there's a bunch of little Transformers. All right, for the, for the Transformers, you got Optimus Prime. Um... You even got the Decepticons join for, joining forces. Oh, well, then Transformers, without a doubt. All right, 407 star-104, serious business here in the hideout tonight. Not taking anything away from Voltron, but when you throw that many Transformers at him, I don't think he can handle it. Schizo Dave, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. How about the uh, Sheikh Zula and Meatwad and Phylock from Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Man, they're crazy. Yeah, that's a funny show too. Do you think you they? Them? Do you think you could beat? Do you think they could beat them up? They're cool, man. <laughs> they just crack you up every time on at midnight, man. Yeah, and Adult Swim. It is a funny show. You should check it out sometime. 
I don't have cable. You should get it. Who do you think? Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers? Who would win a fight there? Hmm. Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers? Power Rangers. No way. Don't Man. they have don't don't they have the force of uh, like wind and stuff on their side? No, that's Captain Planet. Alright, what if it was Captain Planet versus G.I. Joe? Captain Planet. G.I. Joe has really no powers other than their uh weapons. Takari, you're in the hideout on Rob Radio. What's up? What do you got? Uh, you know what the uh, funny show is? What? Well by Chicken. Well by Chicken? Yeah. I never mm-hmm. saw it. I never saw that one either. No, it's called Robot Chicken. Oh, Robot Chicken. Yeah. I've never seen that one either. What is it? It's just crazy, like, crackhead show. It's just insane stuff that happens. It's weird. I think it's Claymation. Like that. Who would uh, who'd win in a fight, Snorks or the Smurfs? I guess that one depends on where they're fighting. Oh, let's say they're fighting on land. Oh, then Smurfs. Even though they're a loving bunch, I think I still think they'd take the snorks out. They'd hug you to death. Are they snorkels? I thought they were the same thing. How about this? Fat Albert versus Cartman. Fat Albert. Cartman. Come yeah, on. Dude. Don't be stupid. Cartman Fuck. doesn't lose in anything. No, he's a winner. Cartman is a winner. He may be fat, but he's a winner. How about He-Man versus Thundercats? The gayest battle in cartoon history. He-Man and Thundercats? Yeah. Those two scratching each other's eyes out. Thundercats. No. He-Man. He-Man has his own cat, too. Battle Cat. Oh, damn. You throw Battle Cat in the mix, who he's always with. Got a tough SOB there. I wish they would do this. Like, actually, all right, how about when it comes to, like, Tom and Jerry versus Ren and Stimpy? Ren and Stimpy. Ah, no, Tom and Jerry. I think Tom Stimpy's and... a retard. Yeah, I think they would have issues with that one. Yeah. All right, Moe from The Simpsons or Chunks? Same person. It's yeah. impossible. Ah! I think the world would come to an end with, like, the same forces coming together. It's like crossing the streams if you're the uh, Ghostbusters. All right, here's a good one. All right, 407-916-1041, Who would win in a battle to the death? Heathcliff or Garfield? Ooh. Heathcliff. Didn't Garfield... He would, he would put a fish in his mouth and pull out the bones. Heathcliff was street smart. Yeah. And Garfield seemed a little effeminate. Yeah, and he all he wanted to do was eat lasagna. And didn't that just seem and code? Send, and send that dog to Abu Dhabi. It seemed like there was some sort of a code going on there. Yeah. Beavis or Butthead versus Charlie Brown and Snoopy. Beavis and Butthead. Do you think they, they were always hitting each other? They were tough. Do you think they'd win the whole thing? No, give me the, give me He Man in right. the whole thing. All right, here's the ultimate: Beavis and Butthead versus Cartman. Beavis and Butthead. I think I'm going with Cartman. No. Yeah. Beavis and Bud beat the hell out of each other on a daily basis. Cartman's vindictive, though. Dude, man. Cartman made some kid um, eat his parents in ground chili. Because the kid took Cartman into wearing his pubes as a beard or something. That's a great show. That was a classic. 
<laughs> and he got Radiohead to come and goof on the kid. Cartman. I think Cartman wins the whole Battle Royale. No. Lou, you're in the hideout of Royal Radio. What you got, Lou? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's, what's up, buddy? No, no, no. How about uh, Care Bears and Rainbow Bright? All right, come on. If you're going to play, play seriously. Who do you think? I think Care Bears. What, are you going to throw in Strawberry Shortcake and Raggedy Ann? Ooh. No, we're having a serious conversation here. Ooh. Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah, Shortcake all the way. Mario versus Luigi. Mario. Luigi was the bitch of their relationship. Luigi never got even to talk. What, he was always second player. What about Fraggle Rock versus the Muppets? Boy, how much did Fraggle Rock creep you out as a kid? I loved it. I hated when they were running through that little oh, cave. Dude, that freaked me out. Those little builder things? It would scare me. It seemed a little homoerotic. Those little green, what were they called? Doozers that just build stuff and then the uh, Fraggles would eat it? <laughs> Alright, somebody just sent me a whole dissertation on the Simpsons and Family Guy. Family Guy's funny, but I think Simpsons you gotta give the edge to. All right, more importantly, who would get laid first, role players or dudes who know this much about cartoons? Cartoon guys. I think cartoon guys, too. The hideout versus Phil Hendry. <laughs> I think he could beat us up. I don't know. If he had one of, the, one of his guests on, we might be in trouble. <gasps> you know he's in the other room prepping right now. Why would you say that? He's coming in after us. He knows it's all in good fun. He's our Betty. Our he's buddy. our Betty. Our buddy. Are <laughs> oh, you still got the tranny on the mind? <laughs> Actually, somebody keeps calling and offering. No. No. Hey, not maybe in, he's a hot chick. Not interested. No. You don't his, know. His name is Joe. So I doubt it. Well, there was Joey on uh, on Dawson's Creek. And there's Joe on uh, Facts of Life. Yeah. Hot chicks. I can't believe you guys start bringing up strawberry shortcake and Care Bears when we're having a serious man discussion. Care Bears all the way. All right, let's take a break and come back. Those big bright lights came out of their stomach. All right, Mighty Mouse versus Danger Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Ooh. Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse totally. Mighty Mouse. Speedy Gonzalez versus the winner of that one. No, Speedy shouldn't even be in the conversation. Speedy wins. No. It's you the, just run away. It's the hideout. Ro- and that's, sometimes that's winning. It's the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Did the world just slow down? What happened? The song sounds like it. There's something with my computer and MP3s. I can't figure it out. That was a little odd. I was like. Welcome back to the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Tommy wants to play a game show. He has a game show? It's all about the best subject in the world, Christian Bale. God. A Christian Bale game show. Bale, not Bayo. Oh, I have Scott Bale on the brain. Sorry. All right, well, 407-916-1041. Don't get gay with this. 888 <laughs> Yeah, because this won't be at all homo. Uh, Why would it be? Got some great prizes to give away. $20 gift certificate to Sunny's Feel Good Barbecue. Adobe Gillis. $60 gift certificate. Damn. How about hooking me up with that? Round of golf and cart at Twin Rivers Golf Club. TwinRiversGolfClub.com. And a car wash, too. Which I need one of those as well. I, I need one of everything that we're giving away. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. 
and star 104.1 on your singular wireless phones. Now, Christian Bale is the star of Batman Begins. Yeah. And American Psycho. Yeah. He's a mo. No, no, you don't know that. What, why would you make a, uh, an accusation like that? You have no idea. Way to ruin one of the questions if he is gay. Which he's not. <laughs> he's all man. He's a man's man. He works out a lot. All right, Giant Brian said, hold on a second. Let, let me get my lotion before we start the game. All right, here we go. Christian Bale trivia. Hosted by Tommy Bateman. In the hideout. 407-916-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's easy. It's a 50-50 guess if you don't know. True or false. Oh, it's true-false game? Yes. Nice. He is a talented actor. I thought he was great as Batman. That's a good... He was very... And American Psycho, too. Yeah, He's... American Psycho was amazing. Great. Hey, do you have the uh, anniversary edition? No. The Killers one that just came out? Do you want it? I'm thinking, trying to figure out what to get you for your birthday. Well, Is your birthday coming up? No. It yeah. already passed. It's this next month. It's in August. God damn it. August 20... Whatever. 3rd or 4th? I don't know. I think it's 23rd. I think it's 23rd, too. No, yes. 24th. It's the 24th? Yep. Okay, perfect. All right, let's play this game show. Kit, you ready to play? Yeah, sure, let's go. All right, here we go. True or false, Christian Bale is an excellent horseman and avid reader. Uh, he looks retarded. I'm going to say false, man. Then you're wrong. Beat it. Hmm. How dare you? All right, now, Matt Albert wants to know if you're shirtless while reading the questions. <laughs> no, but I'm not wearing underwear. Okay. Are you tucked? Or he just said, no, he should see it. You were... <laughs> Ew, dude, what the hell? <laughs> Very uncomfortable with the Christian Bale game I would go show. both ways. Whatever. All right, Matt said you were probably shirtless when you wrote the questions then. He was there when I wrote the questions. Then you were. Were you piercing your own nipple while you were doing it? Just biting it. <laughs> I, whoa, come on. What the hell's going on? Nothing. Christian Bale's a great actor. I get excited for him. Uh, oh. What? All right, isolated. 407 It's a uh, Christian Bale game show. The giveaway prizes, true or false questions, I guess. Adam, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. You ready to play? Yeah. All right, here we go. True or false for Christian Bale with Tommy Bateman. <laughs> true or false? Christian Bale had an, a heart operation as a child. True. False. Beat it. <laughs> what are you? What are you? How would you make make that up? Hmm. I wonder what I can make up about him. <laughs> he had a heart operation as a child. True or false? He skinned his knee in the third grade. Could happen. <laughs> If anyone knew about the talented actor that he is, they would uh, know the stuff quite easily. How do you even just decide? Uh, heart operation. Uh, I think actually Matt Albert came up with that one. All right, Gordon, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Gordon? Hey, hideout. I'm ready to win. I've won probably the best game you guys had uh, your first week on the air. Motley Crue tickets. Oh, kick ass. Is that show, has that come around yet? No, still waiting, man. September. Wow, all right. All right here's, here's, this is about a good subject, though. Christian Bale. All right, what is it? True or false? Christian Bale is a devoted animal lover. 
I pro- I'm probably going to get this right. You'll say no, but I probably know more about him than you do. But I'm going to say true. You're correct. How do you right? How do you figure? Did you know that he was in that show, Rain of Fire? Sure, that's a movie, Rain of Fire. Christian Bale's a great actor. I get excited for him. You idiot! You're supposed to cut the Christian Bale part off. Why? It sounds good that way. No, <laughs> you're supposed to just leave the last part. You are retarded, God. Jesus. Why am I doing your job? It sounds funny that way. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> just think of it. You're having a random conversation, and all of a sudden, Christian Bale's a great actor. I get excited for him. Idiot. You guys, both of you. <laughs> Quit eating my bagels. <laughs> look at what we're, look what we're stuck with. I know. Have you taken a look at the Visual. other side of the mirror, the uh, glass? We I got. Try not to. Uh, we have the two <laughs> interns falling asleep. And we have these two guys fighting about bagels at their own apartment. I'm hungry. Shut up. He had some of my wings. Shut up. Seriously. One of the interns is worried about birds and telling me about birds during the commercial break. We're living in hell, man. (laughs) You and I are... Matt Albert, Sid Cata, get down here immediately. Christian Bale's a great actor. I get excited for him. What does that even mean? Gomer, please, you're hired. White boy. Marlene, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hi, how are you today? Oh, but my head hurts. I absolutely love your show. I just think it's so great. Oh, thank you. You want to play this game? I want to play you too later, but let's get on down to the questions. All right. Okay, oh. slut. Um, true or false, Christian Bale is the stepson of feminist author Gloria Steinem. Hmm. Well, you know what? I'm going to say that... Um, well... I beat it. That was true, by the way. Slut was wrong. <sighs> I, I long not know about it. I long for the days of Putin's game show. <laughs> or his story about birds. This is the best game show ever. Alright. One more question? How many more questions do you have? Like 30? Okay. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Nate, you ready to play? Yeah, what's up? All right, bro, here we go. True or false, his mother was a former circus dancer. Whose mother? Christian Bale, the greatest actor of all time, who's, like, really fit and stuff. Okay. I get excited for him, too, but I'm pretty sure that's false. Sorry, it's true. Beat it. Why be so mean? Because they don't know what they should be knowing. This is important stuff. Everyone should know this stuff. All right, Gomer called and said he wants Putin's job. You're hired. Congratulations. Putin, you now start showing up uh, middays. We just effectively <laughs> made a trade. I think we have to check with uh, Shannon before that. I don't want to stick him with That's right. You know what? stories. You're right. I love Burke too much to stick him with Putin. We'll make the sacrifice and keep. You ever notice Gomer's actually interesting? He's actually really funny. When uh, he first started, I was kind of creeped out by him, but... And he grows on you. And we're stuck with these two. Oh. Actually, Hooch is coming through a little bit. She has something tomorrow that if it comes, if it happens tomorrow, she'll be in our good graces. Well, she did get us tickets to go see Guar. Yeah, we'll be going to see Guar tomorrow. And you've never heard any of their music, have you? No. I think you'd like it. All right. Could you imagine uh, Putin and Jimmy D together? Dorkfest? Yeah. Every day. I'm sure they could even do like a radio show, just like uh, 
Like nerd hour or something. Mike, you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, here's Bateman doing something. <laughs> oh, I thought we were done with this. One more. True or false? I'm not even going to have to look at my paper for this one. <laughs> True or false? He met his wife through Winona Ryder. Who's this? Christian Bale, the greatest actor ever, who can get in shape and out of shape for parts, but he always stays in good shape because he's... I'm awesome. going to guess true. That would be true. All right, so he met his chick through Winona Ryder. Who's he dating? Who's he married to? Uh, I forget the girl's name, but she was uh, formerly Winona Ryder's personal assistant. Nice. Is Winona Ryder hot to you? Yeah, very. Sometimes. Because she's got those crazy eyes. Yeah. You know she could just bang you, like, no tomorrow. She's probably very, very good. All right. I got a tough question for you. Winona Ryder or a transvestite? Oh, Winona Ryder. Sure. She We're trying short, to cover it up. She has short hair. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Rover Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Guar tomorrow. You and I are going to that, huh? Yeah. Who's the show? Sounds of the Underground. Is it at Tinker Field? Tinker Field. Can't wait for these guys. I can't believe you've never gone to see them. And Hooch is hooking us up. I think Hooch hooked us with that. Yeah. So thank you, Hooch. It's such a great stage show. I'm sure this ticket's still available. you got to go to it. For the sounds of the underground? Yeah. I mean, even if you don't like the guar music, you're going to love this show. What are some other great bands? Like Clutch is there. Yeah, Clutch is there. I'd love to see Clutch, but they're... Playing while we're on the air. Yeah, we'll be on the air. Thank you. I like that one Clutch song. I think it's called El Jefe. <laughs> All right. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star with a 4-1 and a shingler wireless phones. And, you know, you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, just going out and doing new things, just getting out there. We yeah. work nights, and, you know, why not go see Guar and then have something fun and cool to talk about, you Especially know? Especially if we can go see a concert going on during the day. Yeah, You don't get that every day, so you got to go check that out when you can. Our uh, our buddy Bizarro Jesus, who came in on the Friday Night Open Door Policy, um, is, has hooked me up tonight for VIP over at the Blue Room, uh, which is on Pine Street in downtown, it's like a fetish night or something. Oh, cool. FatalFetishOnline.com. And I guess Meredith is one of the performers. Meredith, are you there? Hey, boys. What's up? What's cracking? Not much. Just uh, chilling outside for a bit so I can talk to you guys with my girls to work for you all when you come in later. Uh, what, so what's going on at the Blue Room tonight? What do you? What is this, the, the fetish performances? What I mean, what, what, what goes on? <laughs> Well, um, this is our second week, and the company's called Fatal Fetish, and the night is called Perversion. And what we do is we're trying to bring a new club experience to Orlando. We've got, you know, your dark ambient music, but in between we've got a couple of stage shows, and uh, all night just some playful fun for everyone who comes out. So what, what happens on the stage shows? Oh, it depends. Um, like last week we uh, had a secretary and boss scene with two of our really sexy girls, and uh, tonight we're going to have the uh, sextacular Jade performing um, with one of our guys. 
that we just got. Um, I'm going to kind of show him what it's like to be a really naughty doggy. Whoa. Dang. All right. So this is going down. Uh, FatalFetishOnline.com is the website. Yeah. And it's not going on, I guess, perversion every Tuesday at the Blue Room? Yes, sir. So excuse me for asking, but um, what what is your fetish? What are, what are you into? <laughs> of everything i uh i like to be in charge i like to be on top and you know i like my go- girls and boys to know their place all right so that you you like to you're, make sure you're dominant yeah a little bit you are know. you exclusively dominant or do no, you uh... there's there's been a few people who can uh you know show me where i belong but okay. usually uh i like to put my foot in their back and stomp on them and let them know they're all right should i excellent should i uh should i be afraid no, no, no. We're always nice to newcomers unless they ask Ew. us. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. treat everyone the yeah, same. Yeah, I'm not going to be performing or anything. I just want to watch the show. Is that cool? Yeah, you can do that. All right. We we got a place for you guys, a special place. All right. Well, I, whoa. Okay. Well, this should be this should be very interesting. Uh, thank you to our buddy Bizarro Jesus. This is Meredith FatalFetishOnline.com. We'll see you down at the Blue Room here in a little bit. All right. Thanks, boys. We'll have, see you later. Have a sexlet night. Wow. Hey, man. I, uh, I should definitely have some stories from that. Because Bizarro Jesus, he's like, hey, uh, if you want to go, I've never seen so many hot goth chicks in my life than at this thing. And you know I got a thing for goth chicks. I like the uh, the pasty skin, the uh, the short black hair. I like that whole bit. And so... He's like, I'm telling, and he goes, the ratio chicks to dudes is amazing. There's so many like chicks there and hot chicks. Really? So I'm excited about this. Now, is this, I don't, is this isn't something that you'd ever really get? Because I wanted to do stuff like this in DC, but I never, never really got the I chance. Would, I would go, you know, check it out. I don't, know get- if it, I don't know if it, I'd be into it, you know. I don't know if it would necessarily turn me on a whole hell of a lot. But I would definitely go to it, see what it is. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going to... Um, I want you to get involved. No. I'm not going to get on stage and get involved. I will watch. Go up there and get sexecuted. You're always talking about how you're a performer. I am a performer. Well, prove it. I heard you have performance anxiety, though. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, I don't know if it can be called that. I mean, I've been too drunk. Yeah. You know what I hate, man, is just pressure. Like, I don't mind pressure when it comes to doing a radio show or getting on stage or any of that. But there's something about the pressure of uh, sex. Gets to you for a little bit. Do you understand that? I I think the pressure of sex to me, you know, uh, especially, you know, when uh, you're first with a chick, makes me last longer. And sometimes can't even finish the act. Mm -hmm. Chunks? No, nothing. Yeah. Do you think because it's been three years now? I think we hit the three-year anniversary for you since you've had sex. It's about four years since you had sober sex. That doesn't matter. Just wanted to get people caught up. Do you think that first time that you're with a woman that you'll be way too nervous to operate? Uh, I think it'd be like. Uh, I actually tell you the truth, I might have a little trouble. Just kind of remembering where everything goes. What? Yeah. It's not really that difficult. It's like riding a bike. <clears throat> yeah, but still, it's not going to be pretty. Let's put it that way. Of course well, it would. Well, You'd be involved. 
And any chick that would give it up can't be. Imagine that. Tangled hair dance. <laughs> Two wildebeest just rocking it. <laughs> She'd probably be uh, bigger than you, though. In the pants? Well, everywhere but the chest. <laughs> Aren't you going to go to this chunk so you can come out? You want to come out? Nah, it's not really my thing. I think you should get on stage. All right, yeah, you know what? Bra and panties. Hold on a second. I'm going to go and I'm going to scout this thing out tonight uh, down there at the Blue Room. And if it's if it's something that I think we can do, get out of the show, Chunks, you'll be going with me uh, next week. Mm-hmm. If it's that, if that's going to happen, I'll go with you uh, next week as well. In a leather outfit. I'll dress him up like a gimp? Yes. Chunk, in fact, <laughs> we'll walk him around on a leash there. You know, in fa- I would have to say this. The days of the bra and panties are over for you, Chunks. That ended with the slow and low uh, live broadcast. Your new bit, until we get tired of it, is a gimp outfit. A gimp outfit? Yeah. Gag ball. Like a short guy? No. No. Like a guy with no arm? No. Like Not that kind of gimp. Pulp Fiction gimp. I don't know what you're talking about. you never seen Pulp Fiction. Bring out the gimp, leather mask. You're talking about somebody with missing a limb. Chai, no. Chaps and a gag ball. All right, Hooch, I need you to get on this because for some reason I feel like you would know how to get this. We need a gimp outfit. You sound outfit. like a sex expert on it. Yeah. We need a gimp outfit for chunks. I think we should shave your head for it, too. All right, now I'm excited. Now I feel like I'm going to do work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's show prep. Now you have a reason. Show prep for us to talk about tomorrow and possibly for next week for Chunks to be a performer. Now you have this excuse. We'll take a very quick break and we'll come back. All right. Whoa, all right. Hooch says that she has a mask that she can borrow that has zippers over the eyes and mouth. No, I don't want her mask. <laughs> Who, Lord knows where it's been. And Seriously. She, and she has the ball gag. No way. That thing's got to be disinfected and bleached first. I'm serious. Look at her friends. What? Yeah. Lord knows where she's getting this crazy crap from. Seriously. No, you'll wear it, and you'll wear it dirty. The hell I will, man. I ain't getting anything like that from mask. All right, apparently it's gyneria's. Yeah, don't forget that, then. Out the door. No, I'm not doing it. You are doing no, it. No, I'm not. And after, depending on how much I Who like Who knows what... where she's been? Giant Brian. No, that's the other one. That was Chlamydia. What? I'm confused now. Yeah. We'll take a break and we'll come back. Whatever it is, it's all Hooch's friends. Ugh. No, forget it. Definitely not. It. I'm not wearing that mask. Not now. I'm not wearing it. You are the mask. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104. Point. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe, you're going to the Blue Room tonight, right? Yep. <laughs> Speaking of this song, uh, did you ever hear the rumor of that? I mean, it's, it's like the title of the song says, like, Blue Abba Dee Abba Da or whatever. Have you ever heard, like, the, it says, Blue, I'm in need of a guy? Never heard that. Uh, when the hook comes back around, turn it up and uh, you'll hear, Blue, I'm in need of a guy. 
All right, welcome back on the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Let's see. Oh, we need the hook. That's coming. Start it over. This really is a very odd song. I'm going to go down to the blue room tonight. See what's cracking down there. You know, that's something I've started saying. See what's cracking? Because I'm hanging out with SBK a lot. No, that's not it. You ever do that? You're just hanging around and you start picking up your buddy's lingos? Yeah. And so my, I hang out with SBK and everything I, now is what's cracking. I picked up laters from you. Yeah, I used to Hook. say that in college. Yeah, I hear it. I mean, I would believe it. This song doesn't exactly... Yeah, this doesn't exude machismo. You right, know? You're, you're not thinking of a very hot chicken... And dude having sex during this song. Dude shouldn't be having sex with chickens. Like a chick. Oh. All right, enough of this. <laughs> what is he talking about? Yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> that somebody should have done a, re- a beat mix to this one. I'm a dirty slide. I'm pretty girls. They been to school with my books. Yippity doo. Speaking of SBK, we should have him here now to be doing one of the uh, live mixes that he does. All right. I think in this video, actually, like set in space, it's just some blue guy floating from what's a blue man moon group? to moon or something. I don't think it's the blue man group. I wish. Did you see that? The, you know what's kind of interesting to think about? Hmm. We, the fact that our signal is stro- so strong here with real radio. Yeah. And then we kick all the way out to the coast, you know. Um, and that space shuttle is sitting there ready to to blast off. Yeah, we reach the beaches. And it's just, you know, growing up as a kid. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Uh, growing up as a kid, you know, going to space was like, you know, the most badass thing ever. Like, is space camp around here? I don't know. I remember watching that movie, and I was like, I Space Camp had to be the greatest thing ever. Well, I always remember watching Double Dare, and they'd always give uh, trips to Space Camp. I always wanted to be on Double Dare. Yeah. I I think I really would have been able to kick ass at Double Dare. But the funny thing is, Space Camp was never anything that interested me when watching Double Dare. I always wanted, you know, one of the other trips. It's so funny that you bring that up, because that was such a... Obsession? Yeah, my childhood of wanting to be on Double Dare because it would have been so cool to go to space camp. I still want to go to... I'd love to go to space camp now. As an I'd adult. love to go to Double Dare. What, John? Or, uh, Hooch. Hey, not <laughs> funny. I was just thinking about you in the GIMP outfit. They actually have space camp for adults over at the uh, Space Center. That you can oh, adult space camp. How much does that cost? I'm not sure. We I, the last time I went was like fifth grade. They did like the fifth grade field trip there, and they have like one, three, or six day packages. And I know like one day is like forty bucks. Oh, I ain't much. I That's worth I'd it. like to go for free though. If anybody's listening and works at space camp, I would like to go for free. Now, if you go for six days, they they turn into an actual like summer camp type thing where you get to sleep in space camp. I want one of those suits and everything, jumpsuits, so I can look like a pimp. All right, people say it wasn't as fun when you were a kid. Really? I would think that would be the greatest thing ever. 
I, I think they'd have to be really careful with you as a kid, though, when you do it. But you're basically, like, doing flight simulators and stuff like that, right? Maybe not. Maybe it's uh, too dangerous for a kid to do that. Maybe there would be too much pressure on him. They'd probably just show you rocks and stuff. No. That's not what the movie was like. And remember in the movie they actually got to go up in space? I'd like that. I'd like that to be part of my space camp. I get to go in space. Which, uh, the movie Space Camp? Do you remember or that movie? Space. No, what was the... No, that was the one where you went inside the body. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Dennis Quaid, right? And Martin Short? Yeah, Martin Short, yeah. That was a great one. Do you want to go to space? No. Personally, me? I don't want to. What? Why would I? It's space, man. It's the last frontier. The final frontier. Whatever. And it's not for me, you know. I'd rather stay right here. And I'm surprised you do, since you're such a worrying type person. I mean, could you imagine that just for a second? There, there are people uh, here within the listening area. Listening to the show right now, all the astronauts want to say hello to them. <laughs> and tomorrow, they'll be getting in that space shuttle, going to space. That is amazing to me. That's not. That doesn't fascinate you at all? I mean, I... I think it's amazing that someone would actually do it and, uh, you know, be, you know, that would be their job and that's what they like to do. I just couldn't grow the balls to do it. But you're not afraid of anything. I can't believe you're afraid of space. I mean, I've just seen, you know, so many, like, horror videos from that kind of stuff. and Yeah, I would worry about going out there and, like, there being some weird disease or virus that you catch. But then it turns you into one of the Fantastic Four, so that's okay. Yeah. Which one would you be? The flaming guy? No. <laughs> I'd be the thing, because I'm strong. I'm basically a bodybuilder. <laughs> really? You look more like a uh, long-distance runner to me. <laughs> what are you uh, doing? A sprinter. Yeah, that is a sprinter, actually. Whatever. <laughs> I just think it's. I just think that's really. I would love to go watch it uh, take off tomorrow. I would too. definitely love to go watch. But they're doing it in the afternoon. Yeah. Is there any way they could push that up? What to the morning? Yeah. Do so, it about 8 a.m. Well, that's a little early too. I don't like to get up that early. All right, somebody. We get, have such a busy day too tomorrow. Get NASA on the phone. Wouldn't that be great? Going to see a, a launch and then going to see Guar. All right. Here's tomorrow. Here's what we got already scheduled tomorrow. We got a meeting with uh, one of our bosses, Dan. Mm-hmm. Actually, lunch, which is always fun. Then we have Guar. And somehow I'd also like to mix in um, a quick trip to space. Well, Guar is from space. Are they? So, yeah. What were you going to say, Hoops? They live in Antarctica. You don't actually have to go out to the Space Center to see it. You can see it from here. Really? Yeah, um, like when we were kids, like school, like when they do it, we'd always walk outside. You can watch it from here. I mean, you don't see it actually take off, but you can't see it take off from out there either. But you can see it from the sky and from here too. All right. Oh wow, I didn't realize that. Can we get up here on the cl- on the uh, clear channel compound roof and watch? Thank you for giving us permission. Hooch shakes her head yes. Oh yeah, sure you can do that. I'm sure the building's fine with that. Feel free. And we can have a cookout and watch. And what what time are they taking off? Like three or something? I don't know. I didn't. I thought it was the morning. But I guess not. Three fifty-one. Wow. I would do that. Then we go watch Gore. Mm-hmm. You think they give us a ride? You think you can like in the kind of shape that we're in now? Do you think we could? We would live 
going no. to space? No. I'm actually having trouble breathing right now for my smoking. That's why I turned off the mic for a second to kind of clear my throat. Oh, dude, I got on the um, I got on those roller coasters over the weekend. Yeah. I almost passed out. I almost passed out just from the roller coasters. Can you imagine if we tried to get in there or shooting into space? I don't think you and I would last like the first. Yeah, you freak out half on, mile. You freak out on the teacups. I don't know how you're doing a. It wasn't the teacups that I freaked out on. You would. Probably. These cups are too big. All right, let's take a break and come back. Who would make a cup this big? We got anybody on NASA, uh, from NASA on the phone yet, to invite us? Yeah, try line six. Okay. That ain't cool. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, about to wrap this one up for Tuesday night. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Dubs, don't you have a bedtime thought? I wanted to, I wanted, um, I want listeners to start wishing us a uh, bedtime. Uh, tuck us in at the, at the last segment of the show. 407 what would you like to, uh, for us to dream about? What's your bedtime thought? And now, bedtime thoughts with J-Dubs. All right, no music this time, but hey. When I'm falling asleep, I you know, tend to let my mind drift. And I was thinking about this the other day because I was going to sleep uh, half drunk and kind of angry. And I figured out it was because I had some Captain Morgan earlier, and that is my angry drink. And I was just wondering if any, if the people in the hideout here, if they had a certain liquor they drank that made them a little more venomous than they were before. This has been Bedtime Thoughts with J-Dubs. It sounds so important. With all that fancy voice work. I don't think... See, I've heard of some people getting... Like, really, really pissed off when they drink whiskey. Yeah. Or something like that. You don't have anything that's, that affects you that way? Alcohol doesn't piss me off. I don't get angry when I drink alcohol. Anything, because I've had a little bit of... I've had everything, I think, as far as alcohol goes. Mm. And I don't think that I have a drink that specifically makes me... So how did you get mad? What did you get mad about? I don't know. You know, I just like... Uh, you you want to fight. You want to find something to fight about. Like, whenever I'm drinking Captain Morgan, I always want to find someone to fight with. Our Matt Albert says a Long Island iced tea gets him angry. I no! Can att- I can attest to that. He says, by the way, F you Orlando. What's wrong with you? <sighs> you Orlando. What's wrong with you, Matt? I'm Saint classy. God damn. <laughs> Chunks, do you have a... Uh... Chunks is always drinking a rum and diet. Yeah, but rare whiskey gets me angry. Like, if I'm pissed off, I'll ask for the nastiest whiskey they have, like Aristocrat. <laughs> yeah, and I'll get pissed, man. I mean, I'll get mad, like seriously venomous. You could tell me hello, and I'd want to hit you in the face. I, well, maybe I haven't had rail whiskey then. Because everybody says, seems to say that it's whiskey. Mine's spiced rum. Now I want to try whiskey to see if it makes me angry. 
You gotta get nasty stuff though. Don't get good stuff. You yeah. gotta get the nastiest stuff possible. Well, then you're just mad because you're ingesting something that you probably don't like. No. Go get yourself some black velvet. Yeah. What's that? Whiskey. I'll make you mad. Yeah. Black velvet. Yeah. Now I want to do a little test. All right. What would it be a dangerous combination if you're taking roids? Yeah. No, not at all. And then, uh, and then that. I t- I say you smoke a little angel dust before you do it. Give yourself some uh, strength when you're angry. Jay, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Shirley Temple's pissed me off. A, a Shirley Temple? <laughs> Shirley Temple's. Even thinking of the name drives me crazy and gets me pissed off. Oh, God. Damn. Well, I had two problem there. It's like you just took a shot. Now I want a Shirley Temple. Why? Yeah, he is right. That makes me mad just thinking about one. Just for the namesake. Tommy, how come you don't drink? Um, Part of it's my medicine. Second of all, uh, actually, it messes up my stomach, too. It just burns. What medicine are you taking? Right, it's supposed to. I mean, Zoloft, Wellbutrin, Prevacid. Jesus. Whoa. It's a mental cocktail. What are you, a medicine cabinet? I wish. I got a bad back. If anyone has some Vicodin, they can yeah, send please. up. I haven't had a nice Vicodin in a while. Oh, God. So good. <laughs> so good. Vicodin and Christian Bale. That's all I need. Uh, by the I w- mean, what? By the way, we're in the last minutes for you to get your uh, bids in for the Phillips File Poker Tournament, uh, the inaugural Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament. person with the highest donation bid is going to get the spot in the tourney. All the donations benefiting the mustard seed. you got to call 407-916-REAL. 407-916-REAL. Leave your suggested donation. And um, promotions will get back to you if you ended up having the best donation and the best. Best auction. Yeah, I want you, you're going out tonight, so I want you to uh, maybe try some Captain Morgan and some uh, Rail Whiskey and see if you get a little angry out there. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to this, like, perversion thing down at the Blue Room. Yeah. That could be kind of tough. What about wild turkey. Oh, that makes you actually scream like a turkey when you, oh, just, yeah. you take a shot. I don't want anything that's going to hurt me, though. Oh, you'll like it. It hurts so good. I can see wild turkey making him real angry. I think I've had it before, and it didn't affect me. Wild turkey makes you want to stab a pregnant woman. Yeah. That pisses you off. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was... For you, it's Captain Morgan. Yeah. Actually, I'm finding out a few more here. You're an angry drunk. I can be. That's why I stick to uh, stuff I know doesn't piss me off. Okay, now Putin's creeping me out. Hmm. He's typing to me, no more bird talk. We're talking about wild turkey. <laughs> look at the crazy look he's got in his face, too. <clears throat> he's just itching his chin, looking cross-eyed at the computer. Yeah, he was giving me that cross-eyed look, too. <laughs> Michael, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Night-night, keep your butthole tight. Thank you. Can't say that. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a lock and key for it. It was, it was actually a good night wish for chunks. Mm-hmm. No. That's those days are far gone. <laughs> yeah. There ain't no going back. Irreparable damage going on there. Mhm. He took it like a man, so did I. All right, J Dub. So tomorrow. 
What do you think the chances are of our guests really coming through, Hooch? Well, is it going to happen? Are you willing to put everything on the line for it? I'm willing to put everything on the line for it. I've dealt with uh, this guest before. I actually had the cell phone number of this guest. And still, it didn't come through. So I'm, I'm, yeah, a little hesitant to say yes, for sure. If we tease it and we announce it right now, and it doesn't happen, you stunt. Okay. All right. All right. So tomorrow, slated to join us on the show, Odorous Urungus from Guar. We're gonna go uh, watch Guar at the Sounds of the Underground tour, and. Apparently, Gore will be joining us in the hideout. And I'll have plenty of stories from tonight going down to the blue room. I wouldn't mind talking to Beefcake uh, the next day. Brutus the Barber? <laughs> no, Beefcake the Mighty. Is it going to be a great show? Am I going to love it? You're going to love it. You're I love, love a, the Gore show. I love a stage show. Wear really nice clothes. Yeah. Especially something white. Well, yeah, something's really snazzy. Are you wearing, Are you driving? I would. All right, Hooch. We need you to come pick us up at the station. Mm-hmm. Take us back down to Tinkerfield and then bring us back for the show. That's part of the job, job description for the uh, internship. Chauffeur. Do that and you'll officially be our favorite. Okay? All right, so uh, that's cool. We have, a lot of, we have a lot of stuff that we'll be able to uh, hang out with, with you guys for tomorrow night. Thank you for joining us tonight. I think tonight we learned you can die taking a shower. No, you can't. Uh, during lightning. It is possible. I mean, it's possible. You could slip and fall during a lightning storm, sure. Chunks' first taste with rejection with chicks came in a German class when he asked her out in Germany. He thought that would be the cool thing to do. And she laughed in his face. She literally laughed in his face. He got so pissed off, he left, walked outside because he was so ashamed, was under a tree, and a bird uh, dropped the deuce on him. Nice. Then we learned I'm going to the blue room to watch chicks beat up dudes. We learned that El Jefe likes uh, transvestites, which you is, uh, do too. No, I don't. You do too. No, I the don't. The transvestite looks like a hot chick. I don't understand why that's supposed to be uh, odd drop. That's the point of a transvestite to look like a hot chick. <laughs> it is. Been it, fooled a few times, huh? If I didn't know, it ain't mo. Tell you that now. Mo. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg middays. Phillips five in the afternoons. And we're back at seven. It's the hideout. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Uh, question authority and stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Tommy's a winner. Take it like a man. I'm a bouncer. He took it like a man. So did I. I want the pole. No, I want the pole. I hate vagina. Fire. I'll pull your pants down and I'll eat it. I'm a sexy looking dude. I'm shocked I'm a homo. I'd rather be asexual. Shut up, Tubbs. I'm gay. J-Dubs is the worst person in the world. I am homosexual. Shut up, Tubbs. Douche chill. That's so hot. Christian Bale's a great actor. I get excited for it. Oh, God, no more.
I'm a dirty slut. I'm fat, get it? I am gay. I'm a virgin. I don't know what it's going to feel like. I'm shocked I'm a homo. That last guy sounded pretty gay. I'm like the uncoolest dude ever. He gets essentially remanded right away and taken downstairs to the Bateman basement. I love Bateman. <laughs> I like a fruity drink. I got big boobs. I am fat. <laughs> I'm going to touch a kid. I forbid you to see that taco again. He saw. I'm making love to a man. You gotta, you gotta make gay with it. Make gay with my foot. I do enjoy a man every once in a while. Count Molular. I mean, stay classy. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.